Murphy, Good recording means that you turn Good. off all the crap that you're doing in the background. Please. Good. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good morning, AJ. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> that's gonna be our thing. Is to, like fuck up the beginning of the show. That's, that's really that's, <laughs> that's just gonna we're just gonna slaughter our intro and then we're gonna go from there every single time. Oh, good good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. We, I guess we'd like to start off uh, by letting everybody have our email, uh, which is muffandbear at gmail.com. And please don't hesitate. Whatever you want to send us, send it on over. That was Comments. like seven times worse than what you did when you did it before. Really? <laughs> yes, you did so good the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's going to say that, and he's going to kill the game. All right. Instead, it came can out like, like can that. We like, can we like turn it off and like start over again? <laughs> no. Why Just not? do it again. Because people love us fucking up. It's like their favorite part. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Go ahead. Uh-huh. Where are you getting these reviews from? I don't know. I don't even know where this is being broadcasted podcast, or who is listening to podcast this. Podcast Australia is over there. Like we're getting deep over there, dude. We got two. We got two people from the awesome country of Peru listening to this show. So I am. We are worldwide. Excited. We're officially worldwide. We're officially worldwide. The Muffin Bear Show is going worldwide. That's so phenomenal. So anyway, as Murphy was trying to stumble over. <laughs> We want uh, your comments. We're so early in the show that you'll probably get mentioned. You'll most likely get mentioned. Our early fans will be our forever fans. If we do ever blow up, you will be the first people that we have on the show. We're, we're super loyal, and uh, we appreciate everyone that, that takes the time to listen to our <laughs> ramblings and meanderings, and, and we hope that it's enjoyable. We hope that we've entertained you for the time that you listen to us. Did you see the the little comment I made on the on the page, Murphy? I did not. It says, "Tie your asshole shut and keep feeding you, feeding you, feeding you." <laughs> classic throwback to the Wu Tang or the Thirty Six Chambers, an album I was raised on. I don't know about you. Truly classics. I wish they still made music like that. It's kind of sad. They do. I was trying to get it on you, but you're an old man and you refuse to listen to anything that is new. You want to listen to all the old shit and be stuck in the '90s. Listen, the last, the last Hood Classic album was 50 Cent, Get Richer, Die Trying, and you can die trying to convince me otherwise, but no one can. We get it. You're Thank an you. old man. Just admit it. You're old fogey. You walk around with like a, like a, a walker. Listen, I'm not going to apologize because my version of rap music was the best iteration of rap music of all time. I, I don't disagree with this, but you can't be stuck and say that there's nothing good. <clears throat> I don't acknowledge that brand of music anymore. Shout out to Big Crit. Big Crit just came out with an album. It's amazing. Anyone that is interested in rap music, I suggest that you try it and listen to it and love it. Mm. Anyway, okay. To, so our fa- today, oh, anyway, to, to our fans out there, I would like to throw this out there. We are thinking, toying around with sponsoring a fantasy football league with eight of our fans to join us to draft and play through the season with us. One of the, we're toying with the idea of the eight lucky winners getting the first limited edition muffin bear t-shirt to commemorate the show. And uh, you know, we might be able to kick something in for a prize pool to make things a little bit lucrative and interesting. But if you're interested in something like that, please email us at muffandbear at gmail.com. As, as a side that. note, as a side note to this t-shirt, I was 
on the cast website last night trying to determine how many people are listening to us, who's listening to us. And as we started to get hits, I realized that our name might sound like a lesbian and gay podcast, and therefore that's why we were getting so many hits. So, as such, we have come up with a new slogan that will be on the back of these t-shirts, which is Dan Murphy. No, 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 you got the slogan. You came up with it. I'm not, I'm not taking those coattails from you. Not taking the coattails from me. Anywho, but I'm like, I'm brain damaged. So like, what's I have our to, slogan, AJ? <laughs> I'm brain damaged. So AJ, I, I told you to write it down last night. I did write it down. I'm looking and, it over. And now. what is it? It's not actually porn, but you may like it. Yes. <laughs> so the Muffin Bear Show, our official slogan is, it's, it's not porn, but we still hope you like it. <laughs> no, you may like it. You may like it. Either or. I think I think AJ's got it right. Anywhom, definitely wrong. <laughs> Anywhom, today is, and I really wanted to do this as one of our first shows. I know that it might not turn on everybody because not everybody is obviously Philadelphia sports fans, but we are junkies. We have suffered through the good. We have experienced the exaltation of a World Series championship, a I Super mean, Bowl I, championship. I, I bleed green. I literally have a picture of myself as a newborn child swaddled in an eagle's jumper like it from birth here like it's like a cultural thing in philadelphia to be four for four i have the belief that if you're not four for four then somebody screwed up your fandom that's just not i mean i would I, I want to give a little shout out to the wings because i actually grew up on the wings so i was you know five for five maybe even well, AJ, I was there in 1992 when the Wings won their first championship, so I was there for all those cups. Maybe throw in the soul, too, so that's six for six? I'm not going there, but yeah, I'll support <laughs> them, but I'm not going to watch oh, them. Well, that's Jaws, bro. you got to support anything Jaws. <clears throat> Jaws is that boy. I mean. We're talking about Ron Jaworski, but for those people that are not Philadelphia fans, you see him all the time on ESPN and ESPN Radio. <laughs> that was my best imitation of a, a radio voice. <laughs> By the way, I was trying to listen to us last last night to uh, edit us, and I cannot stand the sound of my own voice. So if anyone else hates my voice as much as me, please email us at muffinbear.com. At, at, at Gmail, I'm sorry. Yes. And and don't worry. we're gonna we're, The social media is coming. We're going to have all that stuff. Twitter, Facebook. And a website. Instagram, we need a website. website. We can't even... We can't even go right. on to G, uh, G, uh, Google Play, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. until we're, we... we're, we're going to get all these things set up and stuff so we can interact with you guys. We love to interact with, with people. It's, it's, I think that's the fun of doing this, right? To see what other people are thinking and get razzed. And so let, let's start off with uh, something that's fresh on my mind because uh, it aggravates me and makes me angry. And on a daily basis, I, I can't by any reason understand why they're so shitty. That is the Philadelphia Phillies. Sounds like you need a little anger management there, my friend. A little, Yo. little sound drop for you there. On a nightly oh. basis, I, I build myself up. I'm like, I'm going to give them another shot. Phillies. Where do we start there? I mean, I didn't like the Arietta signing when they signed him coming off the Cubs year. I thought that was the best year he will ever have as a pro. I sure. I don't think we were expecting to get that version of him anyway. I guess, but like, dude, we paid him. We paid him. 
twenty five mil choose, a year, right? Twenty five mil a year. Like, I'll take heavy B. Can we can we get heavy Blanton out of out of retirement here to come pitch? Like, I mean, that's that's the desperation at pitching that we have right now. Oh, it I seems like everybody read an article about Blanton was the pitcher that nobody knew they wanted. <laughs> so I true. loved it. It's so it's true. So true. I mean, he Big was dude, great, great sixth, fifth starter for us uh, during those well, uh, I mean, uh, World Series Dude, we, we, we've seen signs of Arietta being the pitcher that he, that he was. Not obviously the mile per hour on the fastball that he had before. But, you know, can still work his own, can still get people out. I think he's hurt again. I think he's been hurt since he came to us. And that just may never improve. So, I mean, we, we may never get the version of Arietta we want. I, I never expected a good version of Arietta. If anything, I thought he'd be a good locker room presence, but now he's saying he's going to bash people's heads in and stuff. And I dig it, man. I, I'm with that. That's so Philly. But for some reason, when he said it, like, I didn't care. And normally in Philadelphia, we're like, oh, my God, did you hear that? He said he's going to bash some heads in. Yeah, let's go bash some heads in, drink some beers, crazy Philly, ah, snowball Santa No, but you got, you got to do good first. You can't talk shit yeah, like that unless you're killing the game. Right, that's true. I don't. It reminds me of signing Nambi Asmawa, man. It was awesome, and then it was just like the worst thing in the history of the world. So, so, so let's let's start about what what sucks about this team. We can't hit for fucking average, so we're striking out all the goddamn time. We're we left uh, uh, two days ago. We lost to the fucking Dodgers, which makes me my skin crawl. Uh, Sixteen to one, I believe the score was. And w- in the beginning of the game, we, we, we left the bases loaded twice in a row. So I don't. I think that Gabe Kapler does not encapsulate what these kids are trying to do. I think that you had a real like, let the boys play group assembled, and then you have Gabe Kapler in there as like wants a, to micromanage and control everything. It's not that he's yes that too, but like he's also kind of like that dick. You know what I mean? Like oh, I, I, dick. I don't know. Oh no, I, no, no. I get that's a, not I get what's coming out of the. But that's not what's yeah, coming nobody, out of the locker room. Right, but nobody's going to turn on a dick because then you got to deal with a dick coming at you. Nobody wants for, a dick coming at you. For the MLB season, the type, which right, is Cap, forever Cap, long. Right, right, exactly. Kapler's the type of guy that's going to be like, oh, really? Like, I, This is my opinion. Oh, really? That's how you feel? Like, now you're, you're batting not in the order. I don't know. But but, but it seems like – so it seems like, like the, the heartache that has been the Philadelphia Phillies since 2012, right? It, it's, it seems like we get all these players that do amazing elsewhere. They come 12. to us and they do shitty. 12, I go back to nine. when Ryan I know, but at least 2012 was our last winning season. It was, it was the last time we've been in the playoffs. It's, 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 you had Ruben Amaro Jr. basically decimate our team with the most Ugh. asinine general manager moves in the history but of But this baseball. was supposed to be the year that turns Literally, it around. You had Albert Pujols, you had uh, Prince Fielder Jr., and you had Ryan Howard all come up, and they all got paid. And let me tell you, the only one that's still playing in the league is Albert Pujols, and everybody said I that contract just, I just was don't understand. I just don't understand how you spend all this money and don't tie up the bullpen you don't tie up the starting right, rotation. It's like they didn't finish, right? It's like, yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, it's like there was this phase one. Was this phase one? Yeah, I yeah, know, yes. but we're definitely we're definitely not going to have a general manager that goes out and spends at the trade deadline, which is the end of this month. Well, Clintac's got to go. Clintac is not going anywhere, Dan. Trust me. He's got to go. He is like he's Middleton's butt buddy. That he's it not doesn't matter. Go look at his drafts, dude. Our farm system is barren. We keep Gone. drafting slap hitters in a fucking home run park. It's a joke. 
Clintac is the problem. Gabe Kapler is his boy. He is the problem. You have a bunch of young, vibrant baseball players, and then you have Andrew McCutcheon as well. A really nice Well, I mean, that's when the veteran. season really went downhill, if you think about it. We were doing great yes. until McCutcheon went out. Yeah. So cut and Cutch wasn't even doing that great, to be honest. I mean, I, of my leadoff hitter, I like to set the tone. I like to get the fuck on base. He's just not that guy anymore. He was batting like two fifty. I mean, he did good and he made our, our lineup. Everyone got pushed down a slot, which really helped us. I but think traditional leadoff it, hitters it, in the MLB is like one of the hardest things to find anymore. But like it's Cutch's Henderson, heart and soul, dude. It's I get his it, heart he's, and soul. He's an, he's an older player now you know you start to lose some of those tools it, it, yeah. there is no ricky henderson in in the majors anymore it just doesn't exist well the, i guess my point is that, that he set the tone for us emotionally more than he did as an actual baseball player and and it made the difference for us i feel like he brought a level of professionalism uh if you notice like we've stopped doing our handshakes and shit i feel like the team has just lost its Right, and, and that's where I come in with the let the boys play and that whole new motto of MLB, bat flipping and all this stuff being allowed now. Gabe Kapler is not letting these kids play. They're not enjoying it. it did, like You see Bryce Harper go out there. He doesn't look like he's like, damn, I signed a 13-year contract here. Gabe Kapler is the biggest dick on the planet. This is going to suck 13 years. Wow. Sure. But they still have a ton of money to play with. and you know We I, could I get it done this year. We're, no. we're only seven no. games out of first. Yes, we can. No. You add three pieces? You add four no. pieces? You just it add doesn't matter. You can, add, you can add all the best pieces in the world right now. You don't have the right recipe. You know what I'm saying? Gabe Kapler is not going to take this team. Like He's not like a Charlie Manuel where everybody's bagging on him. Like, oh, Charlie's you know he's a country bumpkin. He doesn't know what he's doing. We're a bunch of city people. Oh, I mean, we know the, better. And then Charlie just you know trots out there with his happy-go-lucky attitude and brings us a chip. I love Charlie. I feel like Trotter? What? Charlie, Charlie Manuel. Oh, Manuel. Okay, so, so I feel well. Trotter, Trotter's that boy, but that's a different. That's a Subject. different topic. Anyways, I feel that one of my favorite players in the league for the last about six or seven years has been a man by the name of Zach Greinke, and I feel like he could come in, shore up the top of the rotation. You got Nola, who's doing pitching amazing again. He started this year out horribly, but he's doing great again. Great, and that's great. But what do you have to give up, Granky, when you have a completely exactly. depleted farm system? Because Clintac doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, we got like I mean, three, you, we got like three. Really, people what left. it comes down to, really, what it comes down to, is the fact that you have a lot of these professional sports teams out there, and it happens. That I feel, I feel horrible for the fan base. But you get these idiot owners in there that don't know what they're doing, and then they want to put their influence and their stamp on the sport. No, it's kind of funny because you have like a guy like Steve Ballmer, right? That's just willing to do whatever it takes to win. And I mean, hey, dude, he just landed Ballmer. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Let's see how that experiment works out. And on the other side, you have Dolan with the next with the Knicks. That I mean, dude, dude could fuck up a doorknob, could fuck up a light bulb. I mean, he can't get shit running in, in that he, franchise he to save his life. And he threw what's his name yeah. out of the stadium Oakley he threw Oakley like a like an all-star all-time Nick I get out what of, you're like, saying man no, no, I no. get what you're saying but 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 on the other on the other side of that he did get Kyrie and he did get you know um no. K, KD uh no no he didn't do no, that he didn't no he didn't he didn't do that he actually Kyrie and KD decided to go to the Nets probably because Dolan is such a buffoon and it's sad. And this is this is what's sad, right? Like, you have historical fan bases. And I know that we've suffered through it a lot in Philadelphia. But when you have a buffoon owner, like, what is your responsibility as a fan? 
Is it your responsibility not to go to those games to send a clear financial message that this is not how I want my team to be run? No, you show up and boo, bro. I don't. I disagree. That's the Philly I way. I don't. I don't agree with that. I believe that's the don't Philly way. Nah, man, you hit them in the pockets because that's the only place they're gonna feel it. You stop buying those ten dollars beers. But then we're you stop like every other hot dogs. I'm sorry, but that's you tell a- them that this is not the product I'm gonna show up and pay for. You do better at your jobs because I do great at my job to have to spend the money to pay for this ticket. You do as good as I do at my job. I don't, well, I don't I mean, want some billionaire sitting back not doing his job. Find some. Sure, but at least somebody. at least he opened his pocketbook and said, "I'm willing to spend." We're still under the cap, and we still have fatal flaws in our team. So, how is this team? There's no, there's no hard. There's no hard cap in the MLB, bro. Right, but we're not in luxury yet. No. Right. So that's well, shared I mean. shared wealth is what it is in the MLB. Right, but like, all right. So you have all this money to play with. There were players out there that can conceivably make your team better, but you chose not to take a shot at them. Like is, is well, Kiko's doing horrible. So I mean, it's Kiko. not whatever. Stop trying to turn that. him into a vaginal exercise. Tomato, tomato, my friend. Tomato, tomato. Well, we are the vaginal lesbian exercise. Gay, we MLB are the lesbian player. and gay show, so I have to stay on. Hey, the big shout out to the GLTB community. I love hey. everyone equally. Let your freak flag fly. Do what makes you happy. No one else is responsible for your happiness. Remember, that. do those Kikos, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do those Luke Keekleys. Keep keep that keep that uh pelvic floor strong. That's right. That's we're off on a tangent on that one. How about how about we segue <laughs> though from We the, can't no the, no, I want to do at least twenty minutes on the Phillies. I, I know it's a painful dude, subject. No, no, no. I'm pulling the plug on this shit. I'm not dealing with it. I'm not giving them the press or the airtime because they don't deserve it and they damn sure haven't earned it. Well, I, I want you to segue. play G- I want you to play GM since you're so harsh on our GM, you're so harsh on our uh, owner. All right, what so would you do I, right I now? I own the Phillies tomorrow, right? I step in as the yes. owner of the Phillies. What I do tomorrow is I institute First of all, I I, I I clean house. Don't be I Trump and be like, I have a plan, and then never come out plan. with your fucking plan. I'm going to make... No, I got a plan. I'm going to make the Phillies great again. Listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly your Clintac. I'm going to go... Boo! Fly. All right, I'm going to go... I'm going to go hire uh, Joe Girardi, who I believe is available out there, has a pedigree, is a player's coach, seems like he would be a really excellent fit with what we have I feel like he's another on. Kepler. I think he's, a, he's, he's an ex-player that Kapler, and I think that he would. That's be, what I said, douche. We said, I said a successful Kapler. Kapler isn't done shit. Oh, Kapler okay. I thought shit. you were correcting yeah, the way I said Kapler. No, okay. no, you didn't. You didn't say it like Eagles. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think you got to get rid. Of, I think you got to bag Kapler, bag this whole experiment, get in there. You need to restructure your farm system. You need if, if there's anything with value, they might be able to flip out of there to get something of value back in there. Maybe you could pull the guys on something if anybody remembers the late 2000s farm system of the Phillies and the guys that they refused to uh, get rid of that never became anything you know I'll take somebody that's actually playing in the majors over somebody in the farm system and really day. well that kind of goes contrary to what you were saying you don't want to you don't want to I want to build through my farm you want to dump this year or no do we yeah. scrap this uh, year yeah no why I mean, I'm, I'm yes and no all right I'm 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 not scrapping it. I'm ge- I'm doing what the St. Louis We're only Blues like did, three right? games I'm out of wild card right now. trying to find our Gloria, right? The St. Louis Blues, man, halfway through the season, they decided, hey, we're going to win, right? So well, I, our core is young, those, bro. Our right, core right, is which, young. Which is, which is why I would make the changes that I would make, and I would go after the farm system so that next year, in the offseason, I have a chance to sign somebody. Definitely got to get a starting pitcher. Got to get some things in here. Got to get a closer. 
But but then, I think that can happen this year. I, why, for what? For what? Because I think you, you we can win have, with this lineup. I disagree. You don't have the formula. Something is clearly missing from the formula to make this. But it successful. wasn't. If you look at the beginning of the year, when we were lighting up the world Herrera. and everyone put us as the number two team in the entire league, well, if Herrera that team stop, is still there. And that's great. But if Herrera can stop beating all women, then maybe, you know. Well, he's not a Philly anymore. Let me put this on record right now. If we ever put Herrera back on our team, I will stop watching them. You want, you, you want, you want to have your strike? That will be my strike. But I don't think they would err that much. Because, first off, the guy doesn't fucking hustle. Second off, the guy takes every other night off and goes to Spaceland. Third, he's hitting women. And then denying it. And then having her go into court and say that she didn't get hit. On top of it. Or didn't want to press charges. I'm sorry. She never said she didn't get hit. Because there was marks on her neck. Yeah, I don't understand the whole, like, you know, loyalty to your man and stuff. It's like... I mean, do gripped you up like? Oh, it's you, called you, it's called a fifty. It's called you know a three year, fifty three million dollar contract. That's what it's called. It, it doesn't matter. You got to go all the way on that one. You cannot let these guys off the hook. You can't because it's it's it, and I hate to say it, and I know it's really tough to be in that position. Everybody's looking at you like you're destroying somebody's life. But hey, look at what just happened to you. You got you got you got you got to stick up for the other women that get abused in this Correct. world. That's what I feel like. Because if you stand up for other women, you are a beacon of light for them to look at and say, you know what? She went through that struggle. I can go through that struggle. I know what I have to do. Plus no you, man should be putting hands on a woman in a in a malicious pl- manner. Period. Plus, period. if it's a plus, it's about money. You can sue them. <laughs> if you win that, if you win that criminal case or that criminal case goes through, you can always sue them. If it's about the money, if you're straightly it's true, but don't, I mean, you shouldn't be doing it for the money. You should be doing it for like the fact that it's no, just no. I wrong. get it. I like, get it. But the reason why, in my opinion, that she went into that courtroom and said that you know it, nothing happened, I don't want to press charges, which is a weak move all in itself. Right. She probably got paid off, just like uh, jo- uh, what was the Hardy? What was yep. the Greg Hardy paid off the little waitress girl down in North Carolina after he took her and beat seven shades of shit out of her on some AK-47s, threw yep. her through a fucking goddamn shower. I mean, are you out of your mind? But, but my point is, she, she pressed charges initially, right? So, like, obviously, she pressed happened. charges until she got paid off. Greg Hardy exactly. should be in jail. Period. Be yeah. in jail for the savage beating he put on yeah. that little girl. Cool. So, you gave me my 20 I, I, minutes I mean, for the Phillies. Thank you. I know you I didn't get want it. to do that. I, at all. I get it. I get it. The company you keep and all, but seriously, it's whatever. Anyway, let's move on from the dumpster fire that is the Phillies right now. Don't get me wrong. I still love them. I just need some drastic so changes. We're going to end, we're gonna end with the, we're going to end with the happiness today. So we're going to move on to the Flyers. Which is another team that's got some sketchiness. Just threw up in my mouth a little bit. We, we've made some questionable moves this offseason. Yo, the Flyers are so questionable. Our fucking mascot is questionable. I mean, Ooh, seriously. I love them. Don't, hey. I got fucking... I got eight foot alone. tall. I got eight foot tall orange grimace. Like y'all can't even get creative. Like we already oh, have amazing. the Philly fanatic. Excuse me. We already me. have the Philly fanatic. You want? You want? To... Gritty. Gritty is a worldwide phenomenon, my friend. That is the one thing they've done right. Is they made a crackhead into our mascot, and I love it. I love every second of it. He's been showing up at people's gyms doing workouts and shit this off season. It's great. If I mean, only our team, at least somebody exactly. If only our team could work out as hard as as he's working out. That'd I be do great. not. I do not understand the Flyers at all. I mean, I'm still mad that they traded off Bobrovsky. Like, please take care of Hart. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. So you don't think that we found the solution in Corey Hart? No. What I'm saying is that 
if you have a good young goalie, you need to let him mature and let him come up into the pros. And the other thing about he did that, they did that. I mean, he played he played his time with the minors. Not really complaining about that, but the thing is with these goalies is they're hot and they're not, and they're hot and they're not. Look at how many goalies like you know that they're hot, they're not, they're hot, they're not. You know all the goalies that uh, Pittsburgh's. Well, if you put on a Philadelphia Flyers jersey, you lose your hot. It goes away. It goes bye bye. And you turn into a fucking bum, and then well, you fade I mean, out into in, nothing. Unless they decide to, uh, you know, trade you like Bob before they even find out what they have and sign Brzezgalov. I mean, that was just whoever Whoa. did that move should be like literally like you should never be allowed to be a general manager in, in any major sport ever again. Like, what do we give Brzezgalov some crazy Russian one hundred some thousand dollar contract? Mm. It's humongous, big man, humongous, big. I, but he was great, though. He no, was he, a shitty goaltender, but he was amazing for wow. Yeah, he was reasons. he was great for fucking sound bites. But yeah, like, let's let's face it. We're not here for sound bites. We're here to win. We want our teams to. I win. like both. I mean, that's what Hextall was, right? He was both. Yeah, well, Hexy never won either. No, no, and Hextall was not the goalie that everyone puts him out to be. Neither. Nope. He was just longevity, man. He was just old stalwart, man. He was just there, and he had the fire. You know what I mean? He had the flyer fire. For sure. I got the fire in me. Rest in peace, Ron Hextall. When did Ron go? He did not die. He just. I was going to say, he got fired, right? He just got the axe. He did get the axe. Well, I mean, he didn't really do nothing. Like what he, he was just—he was too fucking patient, which is really. What do you think about Gudis getting traded, though? I was. Well, really I mean, this, this is what I was going to talk about, right? So, so one of the mistakes that we've made is, you know, trading an up-and-comer. Not an up-and-comer. I mean, he's, he's definitely a veteran, but, I mean, he's just getting better and better every year. Right. For somebody that's middling, that we overpaid for, right. that is on the downslope of his career. Correct. It's just another prototypical Flyers move that makes you scratch your head and say, did you guys get kicked back on the back end of this thing or something? Because it makes no sense for the fans. It makes no sense for the sport. Why give up on someone who's younger for someone older? But so so in this past season we we well la- this was actually in the middle of last last year because we got a good feat we got a good return for him, but getting rid of two of our heart and soul players who were, were the only heart and soul players on the whole fucking team. Simmons had to go. And yeah, I get I get that, but I mean he was for what he was. Had to go. Yeah, I know. I understand. It just makes me sad. No, I mean he was he was a great player. He was a Philly guy. You know what I mean? He's he's a mucker, a grinder, a scorer. He was definitely a Philly guy. Him and him and Briere were like so. I I, I like players. Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes is about the only move we made this offseason that I get down with. I feel like the whole point was to to shore up our defensive blue line. And I feel yeah. like we made them worse. I feel like we we've done two guys that don't score. And our middling defensive players. I just, I, I don't understand. I mean, they're trying to get people to protect uh, Hart, you know, get somebody in front of them. But I, I guess know. so, but they, they didn't do that, is my point. I mean, and, and again, until you see them out there on the ice, you don't really know what you're working with. But I just, I don't have faith in the general manager. I have faith in the decisions that are being made for, this, for the team. So until then, I sit with bated breath and watch. But I would love to segue on to some of the teams that are actually making moves in Philadelphia and and trying to win a championship. And I'd love to segue into the process right now. Why are we getting off of the Flyers already? I know you're not a hockey person, but some people listen. I love hockey. I just can't stand what they've done with the team. Rest in peace, Ed Snyder. It's it's, it's a huge part of my childhood, and it's tough to talk about because I don't know if we'll see a cup in my lifetime. 
No, I, I have faith. You know me, I'm the eternal optimist of, of the Philadelphia sports fans. You are, and I'm um, an optimist too, but you got to give me something I, uh, to be optimistic. So let's talk about, about well, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going there. I wanted to start with the bad and with the good. That's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So we got a coach that I love, proven coach, who also went, huh? Who's that? The guy that was with Toronto. What's his name? I don't even know. I don't even pay attention. Hold on. I'm sorry. It got me so mad as a fan. Like, I'm disgusted. His, his name is, like, French, so I have difficulty pronouncing it. Uh, Elaine Vinault. Vinault. I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, they've had some great coaches go through their ranks. And, uh, not a lot of results. Well, I mean, he's proven. He, he should have had a job last year. Um, luckily for us, we got him. And then he, and then he put in some uh, people behind him that, that I'm happy with as well. So, um, th- that, that's one of the positive things that happens. The other, the other positive thing that happened is that I feel like, um, oh, shoot. I don't want to see, how do we pause this recording there, Murphy? <laughs> it only says stop this can. recording. Here, yo, here's the other thing, like, uh, what was I going to say? You can't even, you're running out of positive things to find about the fly. No, I like, I like Hayes. I like Hayes. I think he's a good second line center. I think he'll be a positive player for us. I know I didn't like uh, the coach. I didn't like. The he's tall. Coach he's strong. Did. He's hard. No, Hextall. no, yeah. Hextall. That was that was that was another Hextall butt love right. move because his son played for him um, in college. So I feel like that's the you know North Dakota is like what like the fuck. I feel like that's the worst. It's uh, a different planet. Right. I feel like that's the worst way to make a decision on on a hire right there. Nepotism. Yeah, I, I would tend to fucking agree. Absolutely, it's not true nepotism because obviously that's not his son or, or sibling. But um, Hexall just made moves that were wrong left and right, and I understand why we made the move to get him in the first place because of what he did in L.A. But L.A. had a much better core going into his you know tenure than we did. L.A. just had so much talent there. It was like, it, well, they it also had a goalie. You know what I mean? yeah, First and foremost, they win, had a goalie. Right. You can't win in hockey with And how does Hextall, period. of all people, not fucking understand that? I agree. Out of all fucking people, Hextall doesn't get a goalie. You know what I mean? In his tenure. <laughs> okay. Well, we can move on to the process because that's fun. Dan Murphy. Dan Murphy. Hello, Dan Murphy. Are we ready to talk about something relevant now? I'm yes, stop, I just said that. If you these... fucking open your ear holes, you would hear Sorry. that. My, my earbud fell out there for a minute. Yeah. By the way, Dan Murphy's using ghetto oh. ass <laughs> Apple. I got my and iPhone headbuds because they. Well, I don't like. Do you even have an coming. iPhone? I do. I hate it. I hate iPhone. I hate Apple. I hate all their products. I hate the lack of innovation. Oh man, I could have jobs. a whole episode just on how much I hate Apple. <laughs> oh God, like Apple's Apple's going to be dead in like ten years. I promise you that. I no, promise. it's I'm, the biggest company in the world, bro. No, first of all, it's not. Unfortunately, second, it's like this. First of all, it's not. And second of all, there's just no, no innovation. Yes. There's no innovation coming out of there anymore. Damn, Murphy. Yes, it is the biggest company in the world. Look it up. There's no way they're bigger than Google. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, they are. They're the first trillion trillionaire company in the in the country. Yes, they are. Oh man! Well, look for the short on that stock eventually. It's coming. Anywho, let's. They talk suck ass, and I hate them. The only reason that they're successful is because um, no, let's not let's not um, 
<laughs> Let's not go there because I'm sure half our listeners <laughs> love iPhone and love Apple. So. We're all sitting here on, dude. I have an iPhone, man. I've had an iPhone since the iPhone was an iPhone. I never I have, never will, never. Mm-mm. Nope. Because you're just a stubborn little ox. They're separatists, bro. It's a separatist company that That's makes their their stuff only work with their stuff, and it doesn't play nice with other things ever, and never will. Yeah, I hate that as well. I really do. Really can't stand that. Okay. You know what I'm really excited Process. about? I'm excited <laughs> yes. about. Segway. The completion <laughs> of the process. Now, this okay. is a team that I loved all the moves that they made the offseason. I, I know people like Butler. I, I like Butler. Don't get me wrong. Butler's the boy. But he like wants Butler to be the man. He like wants to, exactly. Team. He wants to be the man. So we let him do that. Listen, and I in think return, we got the best of Jimmy Butler that anybody's ever going to get ever. In the in return for Mr. Jimmy Butler, somehow we pulled off magic and made them give us Josh Richardson. How and, we and did let's, that? And let's I not have forget, no idea. Let's not forget the other lateral move that we made of signing Al Horford and taking him away from Boston. And Al not, Horford you're, you're was Boston, up, but for you're the last skipping four years. You're skipping over. We're going to get there, bro. I want to start with Josh Richardson and Butler. What we're losing, what we're gaining. We're losing a closer. I get it. We have to find someone on our team that's going to do their closing. I when believe did he close that for us. Butler? Yes. A bunch of games, bro. In, in the, he was in the, the playoffs, person we gave the ball to. He's when did the person he close we gave us in the playoffs. He did. When? At least two of the games, bro. Because we lost. <laughs> Dan, we we lost on a four close. bouncer, bro. <laughs> so he couldn't close that well. Well, if but they he's don't the one take, that we were giving. If the they ball don't to. all take Game Three off in Philadelphia, then then we probably win that series. But but I feel like our closer rests in a seven-two giant, who's an Instagram star, and Mr. JoJo Embiid. I feel like he can do the closing for us. So we lost in in Butler closer, but we gained, you know, handing those reins over to JoJo, letting him maturate this year, hopefully get his fucking fat ass in shape. And be able to close games for us and not be tired. I mean, I think you need uh, a schedule management for him. I don't want him playing 82 games, maybe. He won't. I mean, and, and, that, and that's part of what we're going to talk about later in the in the other side. But so what we lost in Butler was a closer. We, we lost a heart and soul guy. No doubt. He is for sure. What we gained in Josh Richardson is a younger, faster, I don't, I don't less ball you, needy. I don't know where you're getting all this Jimmy Butler love from. Like, I, get, I like like. Him. I, I don't like okay. I liked Jimmy last year on this team because it was it was like the perfect storm right you can't have Jimmy like if Jimmy was here for a second year it would have gotten toxic things would have blown up it would not sure. have gone well so like to me we got the best of Jimmy Butler that we're I'm, I'm not get. I'm not denying that this was a good move bro. I'm saying it is a good move right but I'm explaining what we got back in return was in my opinion in Richardson is a younger Better defensive, honestly, which is a hard thing to say because Jimmy Butler is an elite. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is a two-way player. Yeah, sure. But he's younger, he's cheaper, and he doesn't need the ball. And he doesn't Butler the needs the ball. Attitude. Butler needs the ball. And we don't have enough balls to go around. It, it, made, it made our other signing this year, which is giving a, a max contract or a $10 million sub max contract to Harris, which I think this is the move that you don't love. I don't. Okay, explain. I uh, I don't know. I mean, he he was a really good performer on bad teams, and he's feels more like an NBA journeyman in the making than a superstar. Okay, so can I explain why you're wrong? 
you have an opinion on why I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I'm going to explain to the, our fans why Dan Murphy is wrong once again. Harris is going to prove me wrong this year. This is another person that needs to be a volume shooter. We got rid of our volume shooter in, in Reddick. Reddick was about a 20, you know, 15 to 20 shooter game, a game. I'm glad Reddick's called. Really? Reddick's I thought you were a Reddick lover. <laughs> trash. I hate the fact that we gave him a $25 million contract the first year. And, uh, you know, he took the money and robbed us and ran. And that's fine. So let no me loyalty, say, no nothing. Let me say uh, fuck Duke and then uh, go Tar Heels. Uh, thank God we don't have a Dookie on our team anymore. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of like fuck Duke, fuck North Carolina, like fuck all. Uh, okay, well I'm a North Car- I'm a Tar Heel fan. So anywho, what dart did you throw at a board to get that one? Uh, when I was a kid, I was about five <laughs> years old, and I really <laughs> fell in love with the baby blue. So it had nothing to do with basketball at all. But I've liked them since I was five years old. So anyways, Number continue. Number 23, Michael Jordan. It had, to, it had nothing to do with Jordan. By the time I started really you know, getting into basketball, that was over. Anywho, um, so Toby is going to prove you wrong this year. He's going to get his 20 shots a game. He's going to put his three-point average to where it was his whole career before he came to us last year. He's going to... Uh, be better defensively. He's working on it all offseason. I've seen I've seen the tape. He's 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 an effort guy. He's going into the gym. He's putting in the effort. He wants to be a great player. And he wants to prove everybody wrong that he's not a journeyman. He has a chip on his shoulder from being traded around so much. We actually paid the man and I think he's gonna show to us why why he deserved that. My only concern is that is this the equivalent of like an Elton Brand contract. <laughs> no, I mean he's twenty freaking six years old, bro. No, no. I get it. We're not dealing with the age on the back end, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, th- I just think he's a little bit more of a variable than a proven commodity, in my opinion. I just want to see Ben Simmons take jump shots, please, Ben Simmons. I know it's only. I'm not. I'm not even that harsh on Ben Simmons yet about that. Like everybody else in the city. No, is. everybody no. else in the city's like. If he doesn't shoot, like, oh, my God. Like, everybody's freaking out. Do you know out. who who almost had an MVP season on the Celtics who didn't have a fucking jump shot? Who's Still that? doesn't have a fucking jump shot that people are in love with? Who's that? Rajon Rondo. Oh. People loved that guy when he was in Boston, and he never had a fucking jump shot. Like, if you do everything else well. Rondo well, can't, still can't shoot. Still. That's what I'm saying. So my point, is, my point is, my point is, that people want to harp on Simmons, but Simmons literally does, literally does, Rondo, Everything else right. Rondo also is a... Is He's a 6'10 guard that gets 10 huge, boards a game. Huge cancer. Huge he, cancer. he was fourth in Listen, the league in assists last year. I don't know what you're trying year. to argue. The kid still needs to shoot. If he wants to be one of the best players in the NBA, he got to shoot. There's a reason why Rondo like got bounced around in his well, well, let's, another championship. Let, let, let's, let's put this in perspective, right? Like Michael Carter-Williams was also the rookie of the year, too. That kid can't shoot neither. No, he shot. He, he did okay. The point mm-hmm. is he shot the ball. We don't need Simmons to make these shots. We need him to take these shots. We need him to make I, see, I 30% that, of man. his like, three-point shots. This is your craft, man. This is your game. Be the best at your game. That he's got, you I, I mean, he's, he's working on it, bro. Get he's in working. the gym and take the shots. I Toby don't think says, he's not working. Yet. Toby says he's working on it, man. So, I, listen, yeah. I like Ben Simmons a lot. I am a huge Ben Simmons. I don't, you know, it's not his shooting that I have a problem with. It's his aggression. I'm not even a down. I want Simmons to go on that court and know he's the most dominant person on that court. Right, but dude, 
Go he talks Le- like that on the off uh, when he gets off the court. He talks like that. That's great. But then when he gets come, on the court, then it'll come. He look, I look at, nah, man. I look at Ben Simmons' trajectory much as I look at, at LeBron James's trajectory. Okay? No. And I watch LeBron James. Listen, I'm not saying that they're the same player. I'm not saying that Ben Simmons is. But I, I, it's the aggression. It's not about the player. It's about the level of aggression. LeBron that, James to me, did that not have that aggression I think early he did. on in his career. I think he did. I, mean, I we watched LeBron We've had a discussion James. about this before. We have. You need to go back and watch the tape. I have watched LeBron James disappear in playoff game again and again for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I get it. He didn't have no support. He didn't have nothing. But he still he took that team on his shoulders and carried situ- them. Simmons he, has not done that. He got them there. It's not it's not the same situation. Simmons isn't required to do the same thing because Embiid is there. But I still watched LeBron James shy away from going in the lane when he was young in his career. He's it's like I, you're a young guy. You're 20 years old. You're 21 years old, and you're stepping out there with like 30 year olds. It's still gonna affect you even if you're supposed to be there. It's something that happens. He has to get used to being there with grown men and saying, yo, I'm a grown man too. It's like getting your grown man strength. You aren't born with your grown man strength. You got to get it. And there's something that happens to you in the maturity process of a man. That sure. You go from being a 23 years man. old, I get it. He's got and a lot of room to grow. he has to go through. He has to get his grown man strength. But once that kid gets his grown man strength, forget about it. I, I love the future of this kid. I love the prospect. The prospect. Well, I, 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 I think love, my, fav- I love my, this kid. my favorite part about all this, right, is, is it hurts me to give him that much money without a jump shot. True. And without that level of aggression. But what makes me so happy is that everyone was pinning this out to be this next Shaq and Kobe thing. Where they're not going to like each other. They're not going to be able to cohabitate with each other. But both I of them signed it. I did a bunch, but both of them because they didn't chill in the off. That must must be that must be a Florida thing down there. They didn't chill in the off season. (laughs) They didn't they didn't love each other. They had completely different personalities. But you know what? They both signed the contract without even thinking twice about it. Here's what's funny. Let me explain uh, an experience that I had in Philadelphia with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and this is literally like the perfect contrast of their personalities, right? And like. They're cool. Like, they get along. Like, don't get it twisted. They do it's now. Just, I don't believe they started that way. They started that way. And this is a story, and I'm going to tell you about how it started that way. Like, they were always cool. There's never been anything between them. Ben That's is not just, true. It is true. Ben is an introvert. He, all right, he's, just, he's just an introverted guy. Joel Embiid is an extrovert and, like, loves attention. Sure, right? yeah. So I was actually at the Philadelphia draft three years ago, okay, when, when, when we hosted the draft. And it was amazing. I'm sorry, no city will do it better than we did it. It was amazing. It was epic here. It was absolutely Fuck epic. New York, by the way. Just wanted yeah. to say that. Fuck yeah, never, never, never can say that enough. Fuck New York. Yes, thank you. Fuck New York. Anyway. Oh, and fuck Dallas. Oh, God. Just, just fuck Dallas. Fuck you, Dallas. Yo. If you guys are Dallas fans, just don't fucking listen to us. We don't fucking want you. Go away. Oh, man. I'm just glad my I'll owner take the doesn't, hit. I'll take the hit on Dallas people. All right, like, calm down, just, calm down. Listen, no, I'm just glad my owner doesn't look like a fucking bag of bones wrapped in skin. That's all I have to say. About that it. wants to control everything and is right. a douchebag. All right, so anyway, anyway. So Got I'm it. at the Philadelphia Eagles draft, and this is just a complete, like, pick, just an encapsulation of what these two gentlemen are. You have Ben Simmons walking in the, walking in the crowd, right, because they're rookie. Like, this was Ben Simmons' rookie year. You know what I mean? So he's got the hoodie up. He's walking 20 feet in front of Joel Embiid, and nobody knows who he is. He's got his hoodie up, and he's trying to hide, all right? And there's nobody really around him, nobody really messing with him, and he's looking back at Joe, and Joe is literally 
walking down the street, phone out, 400 fans around him. I mean, like, we're talking about a celebrity athlete in the city walking out in the city at the draft where you have hundreds of thousands of people. You literally probably have 50 people in a swarm around him trying to get selfies, trying to get just any attention from Joe. And he is eating it up. I mean, he is in he is in his spotlight. He is in what he was meant to do as a human being. He is just in his, you know, in which his is element. what which is what makes the combo so great, right? Is that they do have those alternate personalities, and and, and right. JoJo can take that limelight away from right. Ben Simmons, right? But exactly. I feel like if Ben Simmons wants to be that superstar, he needs to get want some of the attention. You, no? Nah, you don't have to be in the limelight to be a superstar. I, yeah, I guess you're right. Leonard. Yeah, you're Look right. Why? Like, right. come on, man. Like, it's it's not it's not the way the world we live in. Sure. So I really think that they've they've been good since Jump Street, and I think that anybody's tried to poison that has been anything coming from the exterior. And it's very you know, possible. I just thought it was so cool to see that as a fan i just saw the future of my basketball team walk down the draft lane and like they were in a crowd with the people like they didn't have security like nothing and it was but, just really neat to experience you know why we can talk about this and gush about this is because guess what i've been a freaking sixers fan and i've been up late night when i was a little kid sneaking out of my bedroom going up to the third floor turning on a little piece of shit TV to sit there and watch the Dana Barrows, Jeff Hornacek Sixers. I've gone through the struggle. I've gone through the pain. And I've been there every fucking step of the way. I'm not Dan Murphy that's like, let's fucking strike and not go. I was there. I went there. I went to the shitty strike. games and they put in effort. They put in effort. They put in Shame. effort. Shame. And that's what I want out of my teams. Shame. Our bad teams Shame. still put in efforts. Obviously, the process was a different story. We were purposely fucking throwing games. We were putting out D-leaguers oh, on purpose. <laughs> uh, and we did strike. I mean, you know what I mean? And, and the owners knew what was going on. They gave dollar seats away. They gave dollar hot dogs away. They didn't make the fans pay for that shit. They knew what was going on. You know what I mean? It wasn't like some sort of secret where we're like, oh, we're trying a little bit. So like, I will, just, I will just forever. I, I, you know, I... Rest you know, in, rest you in know peace, that, Sam Hinkie. It, right, you know that I think that the NBA will always be an inferior sport to the other three. Well, I'm the basketball guy, guys. Just so everybody. But you, knows you this. know that personally, I will always feel that basketball will be the inferior sport to the other three. You, you're not really a hockey guy, neither, Damer. I'm a huge hockey guy. They just suck, so it's really hard for me. It's, it harkens not back a fan. to my childhood, man. Not a harkens back fan. to my childhood. I am a fan, dude. Fans I'm fan, don't fucking I'm, waver. Dude. You watch the bad shit along with the good shit. I cannot be a fan and back the product that they put on the That's what being a fan to me is. Like, that's that's what my fandom is all about. That's what a frontrunner so, is? That's like the so definition of a frontrunner? Yes, I'm it is. That's Dan Murphy. Dude. I was there. Dude, I'm here when they who's your favorite? Who's your favorite college bat football team, Dan Murphy? Alabama. Point taken. Point I was taken. an Alabama fan the day Nick Saban got mm -hmm. there. The mm -hmm. day Nick Saban got to <laughs> Alabama. This is the story of how I became an Alabama fan. No, nope, nope, we don't want to hear it. No, nope, we don't want to hear it. Dan Murphy you, put it in the blog. Put it in the blog. Nobody you wants brought to it up. talk about it. No, it's we're talking coming, about Philly it's sports. It's coming out. No, Murphy. Murphy, this is, is I'm going to mute you. here today. Murphy, I'm going to mute you. I'm going to mute you. You mute me. I'm going on strike. Dun, dun, I, can't, dun, I, can't, I can't even mute you. I'm not capable of it. Okay, Murphy, please. We only have a certain amount of time. You can talk about it when we talk about other sports. No, Thanks. I really want to. I, I want to leave leave it up to our listeners here to determine whether my fandom of Alabama has legitimacy. Well, we don't or have not. time to talk about it right now. Dan. We do, and we have an email survey. This can be the first survey that we do. I think this is a really excellent survey, and this is a great time to take the opportunity to have our fans react to the survey. AJ, what is Dan Murphy a front runner? I guarantee I win this one. 
Well, Everyone's we'll, gonna we'll, hate. we'll find people, out here. So people, especially Dan Murphy's friends, love to hate on Dan Murphy. So I guarantee our first poll goes extraordinarily in my favor. Let's so, just say. Uh, w- once again, uh, our email is muff m u f f and bear b a r at gmail dot com, and our first poll survey will be: <laughs> Is my Alabama fandom legitimate? So please explain. Back in 2004, I was a St. Joe's University student. St. Joe's does not have a college football program. Nick Satan was coaching. Nick Satan? Nick Satan was coaching at the Miami Football Dolphins, and he was getting a very hard time. And he left. He was not getting a hard time. He's a fucking coward. You knew what was going on on the inside of that organization. Nick Saban did not get a fair deal. He did not get a fair shake. And I knew that. He's a coward who had a bad year and decided to jet. If you know anything about the Bill Belichick Browns and the greatest coaching staff ever assembled, then you knew Nick Saban, Nick Satan, as I like to refer to him, is not a bad (laughs) coach. He is actually the opposite of that. But he's a complete douchebag asshole. Whatever he gets, he wins. So anyway, I was sitting around and I said, I need a college football team because I love football so much. I can't get enough football. I need to watch football. I'm watching all this college football. And I just, I want to root for somebody. I said, Alabama is a shitty team right now, but they're getting this guy as their coach. They will be good. I am going to become an Alabama fan. So in 2005, I became an Alabama fan long before the Nick Satan championships. So that's where my fandom come from. If it's legitimate, please let me know. If not, if you take umbrage with my fandom, side with AJ and please blaze boo, at me. Dan boo, Murphy. boo, boo, boo. Anyway, I still root for Penn State. So, anyway. Okay, so other parts of the process. We got a man uh, who is a consummate professional, who does everything the right way, who's going to be a great teammate for JoJo, who's going to be a great teammate for Ben, and he's going to be a great teammate, especially, I think, for Josh Richardson, who's going to get to learn from this man. Dan Murphy, how do you feel about Mr. Al Horford? Can I tell you that Al Horford is the signing that I am most excited for in the city of Philadelphia in the 2019 year, 2018-19 year? Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. I think Final. he's going to fit perfectly. And and we got the bonus of taking him away from the fucking Boston Celtics. So that's good, too. Yes, we detract from the Celtics. And Al Horford <clears throat> was the Celtics for the last four years. And he's such a just selfless dude, quiet dude. Ben Simmons type dude, maybe question mark could be could be a good role model for Ben sure. moving forward. I think he's a locker room guy. I think you gain uh, a million percent in the locker room. I think you gain a concert professional, like AJ said. I think you're you're gaining someone that can score, can mentor, can can guide them through. Has playoff experience. Is super durable. Yes, he's old. Players play. Uh, you know, a long time in the NBA. So I think, you know, maybe that last year, we, in the four years, we get a decline year. But I think it's worth it. I think it's going to pay dividends. And I think this is the move that's going to solidify this group. You get rid of a me guy like Jimmy Butler that it has to be all about him, and you bring in a team guy like Al Horford, home run all the way. Elton Brand so is, is killing it. Killing the it. two reasons I love this move the most, right? I feel like Brand realized that Danny Age has screwed us in the ass for like the last four years. Yeah, it was he's, a he's nice got, shot at Ainge's as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice he's you. he's gotten the better of us, and this was the ultimate fuck you right back at him. Uh, the best part of this offseason has not been how great the Sixers have gotten. It's been how bad the fucking Boston Celtics have gotten. And they got Kemba Walker, and they're still they're still schlogging him. Uh, they're they're going to be struggling to make the playoffs this year, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, you, I can't, you can't I lose that many people. I think they're in purgatory, and that's where we want them. It's great. 
it's yep. amazing to me. They do Six, have a lot seven, of draft eight, capital. Yeah. I don't think they'll stay there for long. But at least this next year, yeah, they're going right. to suck ass. Correct. Um, the other, the other reason this move helps us so much is something that me and Dan were talking about earlier, that JoJo uh, does not have to take the full load this year. We can take him, put him on the bench and not completely disappear as a, as a basketball team. And yeah. that, that, that might Huge. be the best part of the signing. Huge. We also got an unrated, underrated signing in a veteran minimum, uh, Kylo Quinn, who can come in and be the third fucking center who also isn't going to fall off defensively, which is just, I mean, that alone is going to be an amazing upgrade for us. I feel it, like I'm, I'm sad that my boy TJ is gone. Everybody knows how much I like TJ McConnell. He was my favorite sixer, always will be my favorite sixer, I think, till the day I die. I'll be screaming, and good for you, TJ. Go TJ get your McConnell fucking money. We, is your we, favorite sixer with guys like I love him. Charles Barkley and Allen Iverson. I, I will, love I, him. Allen Iverson is my favorite sixer forever. Yeah, I, I, was come on. Two, I was at two of his 50-point games. Dude. I'm being like, a little facetious, there. Dan Murphy. Uh, of course, you know, I mean, like. Exaggeratory. Uh, yeah. And if I made that up, please copyright it. <laughs> All right, jerky boys. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> Um, shout yeah, out to the jerky I, I, boys. I shout out to the jerky boys. boys. I would also like to say that I think that the Sixers and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have a very clear shot at championships this year. And I sure. would like to say that um, I think both of them are going to bring home the championships for the city this year. And I think it is going to be one hell of a party. I don't see why not. I mean, the East is gone. The East is gone. I think people aren't talking enough, of, honestly, about the Indiana Pacers. I feel like they're our biggest competition this year with the Oladipo coming back. They have a very solid lineup. They've only added this offseason. Again, um, no. I would watch out for them more than even – even Again, Because no. you've got to think, Milwaukee lost two pieces too. So, like, they're, they're a little decimated themselves. And Jan- um, here's, here's Milwaukee's problem, man. They, 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 they really hurt themselves by letting Brogdon go. Mm-hmm. But here's the bigger deal with that, right? Giannis is just going to have to shoulder that much more yep, of the load, exactly. which means he's going to be that much more tired when playoff time comes around. And that's what which he NBA was this past year. There's about. no doubt in my head no that doubt. he got tired at the end of this, this last year. No doubt. And there's no amount of conditioning that can fucking get you up and over an 82 Oh, the guy's probably in the best shape with, in the whole league. Right. Right. But that doesn't matter. You can't just you just can't do can't it. There's do nobody it. that can do it. Can't Your do it. body look just at, falls apart. Look at look at LeBron, man. His and he's a physical apart. player. Most of most of Giannis's points are scored in yes. the dirty zone. You know, yes. so he's getting banged up. People Dang. are hard fouling him. You know what I mean? Like the guy's getting beat up. You know who I really would you know you know uh, not that this has anything to do with Giannis, but there's a player that I really like that got drafted this year that got drafted a little bit later in the NBA draft, and it doesn't tend to be players that. And get drafted later in the NBA draft that tend to be good, but I like that kid out of uh, out of um, oh god, what school is he coming out of? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, Gonzaga. Hachimara, the kid mm-hmm. that came out of Gonzaga. Nah, that's a kid the to Japanese watch right American. There. Yeah, that's a kid to watch. Right oh, I'm there. sorry, he's Japanese, Japanese, I believe. Uh, I don't know, I, but it, he doesn't look like he's Japanese. Just on a side note, no, keep an eye on that kid. He might do something in his career. Um, but the, the NBA, on, man, the uh, NBA, no, I feel like on the same note, bro. Like I feel like Tybal is kind of the same kind of player. Three and D, high defensive upside. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, yeah, you could see that. I guess. People hated on Brandon for I, what he did in his draft. He punted. I get it. He punted, but we had zero dollars to do anything with. Yeah, so I he kind of no had a punt. We could, I, you know, I don't believe in the NBA draft. I think it's a broken process. I think it's except for the top ten. Like the lottery is the only place you really, really. Uh, the lottery makes unless no you get sense lucky. Unless the lottery you get lucky. makes zero sense to me. The entire NBA, like 
I, I'm it's a flawed system. To me, at, le- at the least NBA they took away. Always be the, at least the they took away the tanking. Sport. They took it, away some of the tanking. Okay, because but now you, you only get twenty five percent if you're the last listen, last three teams. I don't. I don't listen. <laughs> to me, the NBA is inherently flawed. You have referees that have literally given championships to the wrong city. Like games were fixed. That shit fucking happened. Like Philadelphia was robbed. And you think the that's the only sport that that happens in? I think it's the only one that like we can prove that it happened. In. Bullshit, baseball, bro. But are you the going with like the juicing? Well, no, the mafia. The you're going like back. The in mafia the has a strong running in in uh, fixing baseball games, bro. It's happened. It happens all the time. I believe it happens. I mean, it hasn't hasn't happened since like the uh, what was it the white the Black Sox the White Sox whatever back in like the uh... okay so let's let's go more recently to a man that Philadelphia knows very well. Are you bringing up Belichick? Belichick? No, no. Mister Pete Rose got caught throwing games and betting on sports, and that's why he will never be in the Hall of Fame. He didn't get caught throwing games. They couldn't pin that to him because they couldn't. Tell he pretty he was, got he pretty much got drunk was, and admitted it. They didn't so. know what he was wagering on, and you don't have a nickname, Charlie Hustle, for losing. You know what uh, I mean? Like you're talking about a guy that put everything out there. Like I would say that Pete Rose was betting on himself more than he was betting against himself. If if I had sure. to say, listen, it's against the rules of the game. Like you're a fucking idiot. But if There's he's doing rules. it, you, you can't figure that a lot of people aren't doing it. Right, but in the NBA, they got caught. The lottery system's a sham. And then on top of it, like, you have teams that are just never going to be good in the history of the NBA. Like, I can sit here and tell you, like, the Memphis Grizzlies, when are they going to win their championship? Please, enlighten me. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, I don't know. I, it, the disparities there. You know, you, you need to give the first overall pick to the team that's the worst. And I will never for the life of me forget when LeBron James left Cleveland they had three number one overall picks out of the next four years. It's statistically improbable. What What the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, oh, you guys lost LeBron James, so we'll just keep giving you draft picks to shut you up. <laughs> like, what? I mean, it's, it's, it's a lottery system. That, that can't happen. It's, it's going to happen less and less. Just that they did change the system a little bit. It's not I, I just, fully I, tilted the other way. To me, but the, it, NFL, the NFL gets it, gets it right, man. They get it right every time, and that's why it's the best sport in the world. Because of the balance of it? Yes. Yes. <sighs> you have parity. You have a disparity. You have everything going on. There's, all, there's, still, there's still those front offices that just seem can never get it fucking right. I know that I you're mean, high on one of them in the Browns Cle- this year. Cleveland but, might be turning around. Uh, Let's go, Brownies. Dog pound for life. They're going to find a way to fuck it up. They're going to find a way to fuck it up because they always fucking do. Well, that's one of those teams, Dan Murphy, now that you're going against your own fucking words, that shows up no matter if they win or don't win, and that's why the fucking shit never changes. Who? The Browns fans. I love the Cleveland Browns, that fan base. I, I, I love that fan base, seriously. Like, well, they show up even though they lose, and that goes against know, what you said earlier. Them. But that's I, what you listen, said You said I, was wrong. Listen, with because I think in the modern day, we're smart. We're smart. We're smart fans. We have all this information. We know better. When our general manager makes a bad move, how do we as fans? So why should they show up then? If you're saying they're a good fan base for showing up, they should have been struck a long goddamn time ago. But they showed up and booed. They wore fucking paper bags on their head. They did that. So once again, once again, my fan base, 
let's let's email us at muffinbear.com at, at gmail.com muff the fair weather fan it's great Thank yes you. and and let's talk about how dan murphy um goes against the own things that he says on the same show not even on a different show. On the same show, says he loves the Cleveland fans for showing up to all the games and being there even when their team sucked. And then saying that we shouldn't fucking show up. But what part of ownership was bad with the Cleveland Browns? All of it! They were still trying to do shit. They were still no, trying to get No, they fucking were not. Have, oh, my God. I have a great picture. That they I never stuck with the coach. They never stuck with the coach. Every year, fucking firing their coach. They stuck with Hugh Jackson for two years too long. <laughs> it, they're, they're general. Well, that's the one. They tried to change it up then. So another fucking mistake. Tell me where they didn't make a mistake, Dan. Every know, fucking man. draft pick Yo, they made was a bust. How about this one? The Cleveland Browns are going to the playoffs this year. Okay, I'm, bet it right now. I'm telling you, they're going. Dan to the Murphy, playoffs. we have a running bet right now. We have a running bet right now that they're that you wouldn't even take that they were going to be over eight and eight. The Cleveland Browns are going to the playoffs. So you, this on, on, year. Oh, oh, you know what's good is that now we're on record, Dan Murphy. So are you going on record to saying that the Cleveland Browns will have more than eight wins this year? Yes. And what are we betting? The same thing that you love to put on every bet that we that we make pride. So well, what do I want you to do? I think Dan's lost his fucking pride, so. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ouch, low blow. Well, I'm going to have the pride of Cleveland on my side when we make the playoffs uh-huh. this year, buddy. You little hater. Falcon, wait, wait, hold Hating on. Ass hater. Falcons, Deion Jones agreed a four-year extension, by the way. Oh, well, yeah, so like that wasn't going to happen. It's like the best defensive player they've had. In, yeah, you know, like, he's and, that They've just been barren defense. <laughs> Yo, how about Atlanta, like, just being a perpetual sleeper team? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, Matty, Ice years, is, right? Matty Ice is the ultimate sleeper quarterback. Matty Ice pick. is the most disrespected quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Like, All he he's does, finished in the top five how many times? Like, all he does fuck is do every, amazing. Yo, fuck yeah. every Matty Ice hater out there. Fuck all of you. Seriously, <laughs> fuck you into the grave. Skull fuck your so, dirty so fucking corpse of a body. Let's get this straight, Dan Murphy. Just so, so yes. everyone can understand what's going on here. We have now ostracized New York City <laughs> Dallas nobody Texas likes New York anyway. and there's nobody from New York everybody from New York's from anywhere everybody else anywhere and we only ostracize the Dallas Cowboys fans because we're Eagles fans and y'all I, yeah, know that's I, how it is so I said fuck Dallas in general but okay we'll go with that fuck and, and, and now we need, we need like a fuck Dallas chant like we have the Eagles Fly Eagles fly. So let's do let's do fuck Dallas. No 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 no. no. It has to be like a whole different thing. Like we okay. have to sit down. Maybe we'll have a contest. One we'll make day a rap. about coming we'll make... up with a Dallas sucks chant. Like a, an official Philadelphia Eagles Dallas sucks chant. That's something that we need to work on. That needs to happen. We need that. And you know what? While I'm here and I'm talking about this shit, and we're sitting here saying fuck New York, I'm gonna come out with a big shout out and say. Fuck Stephen A. Smith, yo. We don't want oh, you no stop more. It. No, 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 no. You're a fucking New Yorker. Go fucking slide back to New York. You couldn't hack sports talk in New York, so you had to come down to Philly and join our fan base? No, 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 no. I saw what you did when, when you didn't get KD. I saw what you did when you didn't get Kyrie Irving. You cried. You are not one of us. We don't want you. 
Stephen A, if you're hearing this, I want you on our show. Please uh, come. You can actually fill in for Dan Seed. I'll, I'll put Dan on the sidelines for an episode so you can. He's going to have to because I will not be on the radio with that fraud. Thank you. And we can just talk shit about Dan for the entire show. I think it's what our fans want anyway. So yeah, just know that I'm gonna get up in that ass when you're done, though. So you better drop it and make it hot, Stephen A. Anywho, uh, so let's move on to the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, Another beautiful fly segue, if, you, if I don't mind saying. On the road <laughs> to victory. Oh, oh my, my God. God, don't ever sing I can't again. sing, but man, do I love my birds. I don't mean, ever sing again. Auto-tune that shit, bro. What is... We have I technology. Have <laughs> I don't have that technology. They didn't build Bionic Man over here yet. Oh, yeah. I forgot, Listen, you, right, I so forgot I you're old as fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, me and Methuselah. Listen, so I want to ask you, what is your favorite Philadelphia Eagles moment? I thought we weren't going in the past. You didn't want to go in the past. I just want to know what your favorite Philadelphia Eagles moment is. Now I'm feeling a little nostalgic. I'm going to propose that to you. Come on, bro. It's got to be Philly Philly. I mean, like, I know it's recent, and (sighs) that's a little played out, but it's got to be Philly Philly. Oh, you're giving me chills. Bro, I basically fainted when that happened. Like, I I was wearing – so let me me explain to the fans just so I can be a little bit more self-deprecating. I am very superstitious. We went through the playoffs. I got sick one 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 of the games, and I was in bed with my porky pig, which is my shirt with no pants on. <laughs> and that's how when I get sick, that's my sleeping outfit. And we won. So for the rest of the fucking playoffs, I had to be in my porky pig with nobody else in the house. I made everybody else get out of the house. That's all, folks. So I watched the Super Bowl in my porky pig outfit. And when the Philly Philly happened, I jumped up and got so fucking excited, I literally fainted on the bed. So you can picture my naked ass passed out on the bed, freaking out that over Philly Philly. Like to me, that can't get better than that. And we won the fucking Super Bowl night, mind you. Just so, so you know, he's not a small guy either. He's, no. he's, so it was all big and passed out. So you don't want to just, picture that. Just get it, the image out of your head, my big hairy ass. You know, I'm literally gonna get a cartoonist to sketch that for us. <laughs> and and I mean, it was it was just great. Like I have many, 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 many good Eagles memories, but we never won the chip before that time. That's the first time we've ever fucking won a chip. And we, we won the championship much, in '60, but like, come on, man, that's 22 years I before love, I was born. As much as I love our Super Bowl victory, it is not my favorite Philadelphia Eagles memory. And it's 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 is like, it Freddie Mitchell number, fourth and twenty six? I mean, oh dude, the People's Champion. So I was. Is there. it the People's Champion? It's not, it's not the People's Champion. It's not the People's, it's not people's Champion. champion. So okay. I and I actually got uh, to see Donovan McNabb play in Lambeau Field. I've been to Lambeau Field, saw them play on Monday night in Lambeau Field, where Donovan brought them back in the fourth quarter to win the game. Shout out to Donovan. We love to hate you, Donovan. We love to hate you, Donovan. Please don't throw up on me. So we watched them. (laughs) I almost forgot he did that. We watched them on Monday night bring bring them. I was in the stands. In Lambeau Field, you do not have a seat. You have a number on a bleacher. That shit's fucking real. It's amazing. Please, if you ever have a chance to go there, go there. Shout out Lambeau Field. That is not my favorite. Eagles memory, and that that's an amazing one. My favorite Eagles memory of all time. And I'm getting chills just talking about it. Sure. Was the Andy Reid, Jim Johns, Donovan McNabb, Brian Westbrook, Brian Dawkins, the greatest Eagle of all time. Love mm-hmm. you, dog. Champion, NFC Championship against Michael Vick. 
against Michael Vick? Against Michael Vick. Ah, okay, when, yes. When we Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. When when we beat them in that game at the end of that game, Lincoln Financial Field was was swaying. The entire building was swaying, and every fan in there was going ballistic. We had just ended a drought of like four years of NFC championships and not clearing the big game, the heartache of the Panthers, the heartache of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the heartache from the St. Louis Rams, and we had made it. It was insanity. I have never felt electricity like that. I have never been... I've never feared for my life in such a large structure. I thought we were taking the thing down. The entire (laughs) stadium was swaying. This is Link Financial, right? Lincoln Financial Field. This this is Lincoln Financial Field. This is a new stadium at this point. This isn't the the vet. vet. It just gotten demolished three years Uh, ago. Like this brand new stadium is swaying. It was. Mind you, we're still we still have rats running away from Vet Stadium (laughs) to this day. There's still rats that are infesting South Philly. Shout out to the seven hundred level uh yeah i'm still mad as a philadelphian that we don't have a 700 level to participate in in any of our sports arenas and uh also shout out to uh philly rats to the philly rats shout out there still is a jail uh, there still is a jail by the way well we're always we're rowdy that's how it goes and don't wear your colors in our stadium i know come on guys an ass whooping yo i'm serious like i don't even like us doing that that's one of the things i don't like i don't care it's still gonna happen come in here with your colors see the thing is the the thing is as long as you're within the philadelphia spectrum you know area right i said the spectrum i didn't mean the spectrum but as you long mean, as you're in the, the sports you complex mean south philadelphia sports, the sports complexes complex. yes as long as you're within the sports complex you're usually safe nobody really gets beat up but you're gonna take your fucking giants jersey to pats and Geno's after we lost the fucking game you you're must be stupid you're everybody's taking, drunk on, everybody's bro. drunk and dumb what happens when people get drunk and dumb they beat dumb people's asses <laughs> It just, don't wear your Cowboys jersey to the lake. All right? It was a Giants it. jersey, but that's even worse. Come on, yo, really? Oh, Cowboys is way worse. We really hate y'all. Like we we hate the Giants, but we really yeah. But Cowboys for, Cowboys fans ain't crazy like that. Giants fans is crazy. No, Cowboys fans are just like ignorant. Like they'll be like, I'm a Phillies there, fan. There's no other stadium. There's no other stadium and a Cowboys fan. There's like, no what? other stadium in the wait, league. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about that real quick. The people that are out there that are like, oh, I'm a Phillies fan and a Flyers fan and a Sixers fan, but I like the Cowboys. Like, uh, what, did your you DNA you, not man. fork or something? Like, what happened to, like, your fandom that, like, somebody, like, like what, what happened? What, what what went on there? Please explain it's, that it's to me. It's too much, bro. So, so if, one, if one fan is listening out there that is a Cowboys fan, by the way, uh, you, no, just listen. I, w- I, I took my grandmother's car out after she passed away and it was just the flash snowstorm that happened in philadelphia and i was going down a hill in west philadelphia and i slid my car very 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 slowly into a parked school bus and who was there to rescue me but a dallas cowboys fan so you guys did do one fucking nice thing for me in my life so shout out to whoever that gentleman was thank you for helping me on smash my car from the fucking park school bus why is this park school bus on the side of the fucking road in west philadelphia by the way like why is it not where it needs to be but anyways anyways one they did one nice fucking thing for me is my point okay on to the current 
edition of the Philadelphia Eagles. What is your favorite move of the offseason? I, I I just I love this team. Like we're loaded for bear. Like that's not what I asked you, Dan Murphy. Don't deflect the question. I love the fact that we drafted a left tackle to replace Jason Peters. Shout out to Dillard. I like that, but that is not my favorite move. My favorite move is bringing back the one, the only, number ten, the burner himself, mm. the heart and soul of the current. Philadelphia Eagles, He's not Mr. Deshaun Jackson. He's the swag. The swag. That's good. Is, I like he that. He is. Yo, listen. Deshaun drips swag out, man. There I is no Eagles Deshaun fan. There's no Eagles fan with self-respect out there that wanted to get rid of this man in the fucking first place. Yo, shout out to Deshaun Jackson, who is actually my Eskimo brother. Good looking. Now, listen. This is a Chip Kelly thing. This had nothing to do with any of the Philadelphia Eagles. We never wanted to get rid of you. We never want to get rid of Shady, for that matter. Uh, Shady, come back, bro. We'll we'll take you as our third running back. You're not, you're gonna get your leg broken in Buffalo anyway. They're gonna try to nah, run you into he, the fucking. You know ground. what? Like I don't know. I, Shady and that creepy Instagram party where he tried to like have an orgy <laughs> with a bunch of whores. Like I, that kind of drew the line for me. It's Whatever. Like, wait, the you don't have somebody in procurement, bro. Give me a fucking call. I'll go on whore watch for you. The what point you is, we didn't want to get Seriously. rid of you in the first place, buddy. Really, that to was be honest, weird, man. That was really weird. <laughs> Dan Murphy, you've done much weirder fucking things, okay? I sure shit didn't there. broadcast it on fucking Instagram and fucking <laughs> Only because it. you're not on Instagram or Twitter, for that matter. Because I'm smart. <laughs> Ta-da! But you've done weird things like this. <laughs> I've never tried to have a Roman orgy in my house. No? No. No? No, sir. Dan, come on. Let's be Listen, honest. Listen, I didn't get on Twitter and say... uh, you have to sign an NDA. <laughs> you have to get picked up here. No cell phones, and we'll drop you off here. It's like, what are you doing? A fucking porn shoot? Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, literally, like that's what they hand these girls that go in to do porn shoots. They're like, here, sign here. They sign this crazy NDA, and then they get this shit fucked out of them, handed twenty dollars, and thrown out the back door. Like, what the fuck? And I'm sitting here like, this is not normal. All right, <laughs> go shady. <laughs> <laughs> you lived up to your nickname, buddy. <laughs> sure. Why do you think you got the name in the first place? <laughs> oh, man. In full, well, it was supposed to be because of his elusiveness on the football field, but apparently it's because it's promiscuous in the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, we got d back. We got our swag back. Carson Wentz to d the six touchdowns, 1,000 yards. Well, you want to talk, you wanna talk about the Browns making mistake after mistake. I feel like this front office especially with Howie Roseman and, and, and the guns, uh, just doesn't. You know, I feel like, come on. They, 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 oh, they no. Howie on. fucks up. Howie's listen, Howie just fucks listen. up, but he don't care. He'll keep going. But listen, we, we, we moved on from Jerrigan, right? We wanted to move on from Jerrigan, so we, mm-hmm. so we picked up Jackson, which was a great move. Malik and then Jackson. we get fucking Jerrigan back. And then we get Jerrigan back on the cheap. Right. Great move. Well, it's amazing. Not, it's nothing, just like nothing bad to say about that. But that's the thing. How that's what Howie does so well. Like he might fuck something up, but like he keeps moving, he keeps dealing. You know, if you're not making deals, you're dead. It's, it's the name of the game. So he's killing it. Like I don't agree with all of his moves, but I agree that he keeps making them because the more moves you make, like he he wins more than he loses. And and, and, then, and then the people that show out for us, the people that are heart and soul of our team, he re-fucking signs. Like, I mean, nobody fucking wanted to pay Baron and Graham that much money, but he deserves it. He's put in the effort. He's put in the work. Oh, I've been dying to ask you this question. Are you ready? 
So when we drafted Brandon Graham, I believe it was 16th or 17th overall out of Michigan, you had the likes of Derek Morgan and Jason Pierre-Paul still on the board, and we took Brandon Graham. I love Brandon Graham. Derek Morgan retired this week. Mm-hmm. So in retrospect, I'd like to ask you, who was the best defensive end out of those three, which were the first defensive ends drafted in that class? Who was the best defensive end out of are those three? Are we talking pre-blowing your fucking hand off with a firework, or are we talking post Career. Man. We'll say career. the career ends today. Like who, who, who is today? The Derek, Derek Morgan retired, right? So he's done <laughs> and not even in the conversation. So it's really between JPP and Brandon Graham. You say today their careers are over. I'm, I'm I, I think that, I think that Brandon Graham got three, four more years, and I don't think Pierre Paul does of being an all star level kind of. I think Pierre Paul probably he's he's got two chips. Does he have two? Oh no, no, you're right. Chip? He was he was no, only, he got the only one. The second. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, they each have a chip. Strain. They each have a chip, chip, and Brandon Graham got the strip sack to get the chip. By the way, no, that was uh, Bennett Barnett. No. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. It was Brandon Graham. Was it? Yes. Where's YouTube? Last play of the game. Oh, no, we had to take a knee. I'm sorry. We had to take a knee. But but Brandon Graham is faded out as as pro football focuses number one defensive end for like the last three years. I mean, kids, he just does it all. Like, he, he gets to the quarterback, yeah, but he, he gets pressure, yeah, but he also tackles, okay, so, drops and coverage. So, also, also, we pick up uh, – I'm blanking on the name. It's not Paul Warlow, is it? Are you talking about linebacker? The, the linebacker that we got? Is it Brown. Paul Warlow? Brown. Brown, yeah, Brown. Paul Warlow is a bum. Never mind. Uh, so we we also picked up Brown, which I think is a, is a great play too. He's going to be a solid linebacker for us. He's not going to do anything flashy, but he's going to get a shit ton of tackles. Dude, he's like which Trotter, is exactly what, better. Which is exactly what we needed. Better than Trotter? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Nope. Yes. No. Nope. Cover. Trotter can't cover. Nope. I love you. I love you, Jeremiah Trotter. A picture of you hangs in my room. Don't. Uh, no disrespect. I think you're one of the greatest football players ever. You're one of my personal favorite Eagles of all time. Trotter had a little bit of trouble in the coverage. Zach Brown is a little bit better in coverage. And he is a tackle leader in the NFL, which is what we need running, you know, the wide get the, the wide the wide nine or whatever the hell he wants to do. Oh, I, I, hate, have to, I hate the wide nine. Hate now the wide that we're nine. talking about the Eagles, I have to uh, put a shout out to the recently retired Chris Maragos. Um sorry your career ended the way it did, buddy. Magic man. Oh no, that was um, Doran Boss. That was Doran Boss, but but Maragos, I'm I'm sorry that you broke your shit and you never really came back and were able to play uh, you were nothing but a consummate professional for us. Um, love our special teams players. Uh, but luckily, we went out and got LJ Fort and Sadejo. So, like, I mean, just another way that we've, we might have gotten better. Addition by subtraction. Whoa, buddy. Dan Murphy. Seriously? What the fuck was that, bro? What the fuck, Murphy? The video cut off, man. I don't know. You figured out what I was doing. <laughs> Dan Murphy lives in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. I don't. And has bad fucking reception. I don't think that was bad reception. <laughs> what happened then? The video just cut off and said something went wrong. Exactly. No, no, no. Brady fumbles at 
Tam Murphy, I'm not saying who recovered. recovered. Yes. Grant Brandon Graham is the strip sack. So good. Strip sack was Brandon Graham recovered. Thank Barnett. you. It was beautiful. So chalk That's that up as another. Aaron was right and Dan Murphy was wrong. I don't keep score like you do. <laughs> if I did, I'd be way ahead. No, I want our. Fa- I'm not keeping score either. I want our fans if to I, keep score. Please. If I if I kept score, AJ, you'd stop playing. No. <laughs> not even close. An, another another uh, example of Dan Murphy's inflated ego. And and you know this man just he smokes so much fucking weed that in his brain he thinks things are true that it really aren't true. <laughs> oh shit. Anywho, where's the edit button on that gem? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's staying directly on there. Mm. Weed smoking Dan Murphy. So good. Anyway, we're gonna eventually have a line of muffin bear marijuana products. By the way. Ooh, wouldn't that be fun? It's going to be fun. It is. All right, so back to the Eagles. Back yeah. on topic. Sure. After that little. So, so our our only weak point, really, our only open weak point, would be our defensive backs, which we're deep in. So we might be able to, you know, put some shit together that we're deep. We just don't know what we have. Exactly. Is is Sidney Jones going to be turn out to be a number one? Is Ronald Darby going to come back and be the same Ronald Darby? Do we want that even? Like uh, Jalen Mills, I hopefully like fucking something bad. Ha- I don't know. I don't like Jalen Mills, by the way. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, I'm not a Jalen Mills fan myself. I just I don't get the missed ta- tackles. I don't get the bad. Coverage, He's like Asante you know? Samuel without the interceptions. Getting he's burnt on every like other play. Samuel. He's not a finesse player, though. Like, he, he I don't know. I just, <sighs> I don't know. I just seen him get And, and so uh, here's where I agree with you. And then, and then short, to fire back short, at the fans, which I really don't like when players do that. It's like, short, yeah. yeah, but Simmons did that, too, and you love Simmons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Contrarian. <laughs> when did Simmons fire back at the fans? During the playoffs, when they said you fucking didn't show up, you didn't wake up, he's like, "Oh, we'll see what happens when I do good. Everyone's gonna fucking be back on the bandwagon." Blah. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I thought that was very childish. But then again, Ben Simmons is still a child. True. No, I'll be dude. I'll the first. I'll be the first one to get out the pitchforks and the uh, torches. <laughs> Let's go burn them. Burn them. Burn them down. Burn them to the ground. But, but yeah. my point is, is that like, Swartz is in love with this guy for some fucking reason. And we just need to cut ties with them, bro. Rasul Douglas is better. Uh, Sidney Jones is better. Uh, Avante Maddox is better. LeBlanc is better. Do you, like, know what's, do you know what's better than all that, though? Depth. And he still gives you depth. You know what? You yeah, but he's like going to make him a starter. Well, let's just see what happens, man. Let the season play out. That's the least of my concerns. Plus, you know, if you're getting to the quarterback, like we should be getting to the quarterback. Well, that was my next point. Coverage, coverage doesn't have to. That was my next point, and that's minutes. that's the way Schwartz's system is. He puts he puts a premium on defensive line. He likes to rotate eight in and out and get pressure. So if we're getting pressure, the rest of it doesn't even matter. The linebackers are there just to clean up the mess of the defensive line, so they don't really matter. He doesn't put a premium on them. Uh, and, and the secondary only needs to cover for three or four seconds. That's that's if, the hope. That's the goal. If Barnett turns out to be a quarter of what he was supposed to be coming out of the draft. Which he showed year, signs of last year. Which he showed signs of life, and then he got hurt. If he does that, then we might have the greatest off defensive line in the history of the NFL. Definitely the best one that ever played for the Eagles. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about we've had some fucking great Well, lines. I'm sorry, but I think you have to say one of the best in the NFL because the deacon of defense did anchor our fucking defensive line sure. for many years. 
many, many years. Uh, I think we traded him a little early. I don't want to talk about that heartache. Um, he he spent a bunch of good years in Green Bay, too. So. Yeah, but but I mean Simon was on that team like with the, that team that that defensive line was stacked as well. But this line has the potential to be better than that line. Better than that line. Better yeah. than any line that was ever assembled in the NFL, in my opinion. You have Fletcher Cox, who is Jackson. easily who is easily top two at his position, and the only reason he doesn't get considered at number one is because you have a freak show like Aaron yeah. Donald. The guy's okay. the guy's amazing. Right, and Fletcher Cox is. Nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, my man no. is amazing. In Any other point in history, he's, he's number Any one. Any other point in history, right, he's, he's the number one defensive tackle, and it's, like, not even close. And then, by the way, you pair that with Brandon Graham, who's graded out as one of the best defensive ends. Sure. Pressure-wise, he's number one. one. Pressure-wise, if we're just talking pressures, not sacks, he's number one. Right. He's been number one for, like, four years. And then, He's always around the quarterback. Yeah, and then you uh, – you, you, Stick Malik Jackson, uh, you know, a Ugh. perennial stalwart at defensive tackle next. And then, and, and then if you said Barnett, it becomes what he's if, supposed to be. Who, Barnett who, becomes a you can't double team. You can't double team all of them. You can't. You can't, do, you can't double team anybody. They're coming. It doesn't coming. matter. And, and they're, they're coming all game. And we don't have to blitz. Do you know who I feel bad for though? Like I actually feel bad for two players this season. Like I really like. I feel. I feel bad for them. Like I feel like we should send them maybe a fruit basket or something. They're going to have two really bad days this year. <laughs> Maybe three players, depending upon how the season goes. But we might have to send them a fruit basket. Like, it's going to be so bad for them. Like, I feel – one kid, I mean, he's a – like, they're both babies. They don't even deserve it. But that's fucking Hoskins in uh, in, in in Washington. And then the kid uh, – the kid well, Eli. And then if they put the kid in in New York, I feel these, – these, these kids, these people are going to get hurt. Eli Manning's career might get ended this year by this line. I'm, I'm – that's, that's, that's not a joke. Like, they, they – they, are, they don't have a line up there in New York. Uh, I mean, they got that running back that's just electric and amazing. I think that, that team, but, that team, Dan Murphy, mm. graded out 31 out of 32 teams by ESPN. <laughs> is, that, is that the New York Giants? That's the New York football Giants, bro. Like, if you put Eli Manning behind that Swiss cheese you call a line up there <laughs> and you unleash Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, and, and, and Barnett against, like, the – and the, the, that's how, how is that fair? But the crazy part is that's how fucking good Saquon Barkley is. That he's still gonna tear people up. He like, is, in he the is. behind Freak that fucking shot. line. Freak shot. Do you know what I love? Uh, when I look at running backs, if I were to ever be a general manager in the NFL and I had to draft a running back, I would. There's a measurable that nobody measures that quad I would size. measure. Right. I would be measuring quad size. <laughs> quad if size. your quad size is the size of Saquon Barkley. I want everything to do with you as a running back, like everything. It's so I mean, hard to dude. root for this guy, but he's a Penn State oh. guy. You know what I mean? He's a Penn State right. guy. Like it's I, I hard wanted, not to root for him. It, it was so ridiculous. Like it's absolutely ridiculous that the Giants drafted him because it's like they're gonna waste his career. It's yeah. gonna be a fucking mess. Like it's and and get yeah, let's pick about moron. the other. I mean, they pick Jones. Jones is gonna be the uh, bust. Jones, Jones, be a was Jones even a first round pick? Like, get him. No. What are you trying to be a con- controversial? You could have got him in the second round. Nobody was sniffing around. They definitely him. could have got him in their second pick that they picked at like 14 or 15. Like, come definitely, on. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, he stretched Armstrong the shit out of that one, man. Like, two states away. Some, like, some, some other that. GM fucking. 
tweeted something or scared him into getting, you know, just to fuck with the guy. Like right. the guy, the guy could not have in his first year as the general manager made more mistakes. There's no just, fucking way. I feel, I, I swear, I feel like he's an Eagles fan. I feel like their new GM is an Eagles fan, and he's like, Dude, I'm gonna fuck this team Dave, up so bad. Dave Gettleman has been Ugh. around the NFL for a long time. A he's long a time. Season general manager. Yep. I didn't like what he built in. No, he's uh, a Carolina man. Like I. I you take Cam Newton off that team, and you got Cam Newton because you had the number one overall pick because you yeah. were terrible. And right? he was you an obvious Cam- he was an obvious right. selection, obvious pick. Like you're not picking anybody else there. You take Cam Newton off that team. What the fuck do you have? I mean, he's good at drafting running backs in the top ten. <laughs> like great, you can't miss on a top ten running back. That's super awesome. But look at the rest of your team. Right, and and Keekley was an obvious signing lines. too. Right, Keekley was Keekley was the best linebacker coming out of that class. If you're taking a linebacker, you're taking him. But you already had uh, Thomas Davis, who was still playing at a high level at that point. So it wasn't even necessarily a need on your team. It worked though. Had them having those two linebackers, they were, oh, it made them a lot like uh, the Ravens. You know. It did, and that I mean, if you think about it, the Cam Newton, the Keekley pick is what you know. Those those are the guys signing the, Greg Olson. Uh, Ray is Ray really what Ray Ray and Suggs, man, like that. that it, well, it really took them. It really took them that that Super Bowl that they went. to. Oh yeah, I think Josh Norman was a good pick as well. I feel like I feel like the I don't know, Dan. You you might agree, you might disagree, but I feel like the era of defense wins championships is over. I feel like it's offense that wins championships. Of course, you need to make that one stop. But look at the Super Bowl we won. There was no defense played in that who entire fucking football game. Who played the Super Bowl game. last year? What do you mean? Who, who played the Super Bowl last year? I, I can't recall right now. It was, <laughs> it was the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots, right? Offense versus offense. Yeah, but I think it was more like Sean McVay stood there with his jaw open, starstruck, and Bill Belichick just ran a train on him. I get what you're saying, but there's a, two offensive teams. Then our, our Super Bowl, there was no fucking defense played at all. I feel, I feel like the era of defense wins championships is over. And, and I mean, once again, definitely. once again, write us at muffinbear at gmail.com to disagree with me completely or that's to agree two, with me that's completely. That's with two Fs, people. Two Fs. I pity the guy that spelled it phonetically. It would be like move. Either way, move in there. I I mean, I, 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 you I, you really make it a tough point to argue, but I mean, there's still dominant and, 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 and the, the yeah, but the league the league is uh, is formatting in that way too. It's like with all these fucking uh, pass interference calls, so you can't fucking touch nobody. It's starting to look like the NBA out there. Yeah, that's a joke. I mean, your sport of hitting, let them hit. That's what we do. We we hit, let them hit. Well, I feel like they're hit scared a little bit of the hitting because all these concussions and CTE things. Like, unfortunately, guys, I think in the next decade we're going to either see a very different version of the NFL or it might go away completely because kids aren't playing anymore. The the pro players, Howie Long said, if I had a kid today, he would not be playing football tomorrow. He wouldn't. Right, and that's an incredibly libelous statement from Howie Long. Given Who's two kids playing the NFL? Kids playing in the NFL, but they didn't know about that. The they didn't know about that coming oh, up. Yeah, this no. is more recent. Right, 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 right. We were we were confused as to like what the NFL was about. That football consists of hitting, and hitting causes. I understand that, traumas. but CTE and and the research and the scientific research behind it has changed, and it's changed the game. They're trying to teach these kids differently, but a lot of the players. Uh, parents are, are taking them out or not starting them there or there's all this stupid fucking flag football shit going on where these kids are not even playing tackle football they're playing flag football and then they want to introduce hitting in college 
Those kids are going to suck at football. You know, you can't play flag football your entire childhood and then go and, and think you're going to hit people in college. No. Sorry. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's still the number one sport in the world. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. The country. No, I agree. But who's going to play the game in 10 years from now? As long as there's money that's being paid, people. Play. So we're going to move more and more to scholarships in college. Exactly. So we're going to move. We're going to move more and more away from from white America, right? We're going to move more and more into the poor uh, minority cities, and it's just going to be. It's going to be like baseball, where it's like these kids coming from Dominican Republic. I they ain't got no other fucking shot. I, I don't know. I don't think you're way out on a fucking limb on this one, and I. There's plenty of impoverished white people that play football as well. I mean, I sure, the, the sure, sure. So let's leave race. So let's leave. With. Let's leave race away, and let's just make it socioeconomic issue. I mean, I think rich people will play it, and poor people play it. I think everybody plays it. You know I, I don't mean? think it's rich football. people will play it anymore, bro. I mean, Harvard and Yale have football. AJ, I think you're out on a limb on this one, but uh, yeah. So the, I, I, I do see the argument that football Dan is Murphy. in trouble with Dan brain injuries and the loss. Dan Murphy, when like is the last time you've seen a Harvard Yale game? It doesn't even look like football. It's last not football. Year. It looks like last touch year, football. It's year. awful. Last year. I actually saw Yale it's play really Penn not, three years it's ago. It's really not downtown. football. Really it's not football. football. They're just not that good. I mean, come on, seriously. They would take umbrage with you saying this. I really hope that there's no Yaley, Harvard, Penn uh, football alums out there. Because, you know, I mean, you don't like Ryan Fitzpatrick? I mean, come on, AJ. Come on. You named the one motherfucking player. Go ahead. I don't need a name no more because I named one. (laughs) Christian McCaffrey went to Stanford. So did uh, Stanford doesn't count. They give scholarships. Stanford doesn't count. They give scholarships. I don't know what that means. It's still an Ivy League school. Because the reason that the, the reason why the reason why can't Stanford, arbitrarily create a, a stipulation me, the, the reason, conversation. Yes, I can. The, re, the because they're not all smart kids. They're going to Stanford, Danny. If you really believe that, you're you're ignorant. The kids that are going Andrew to scholarship is smart. Sure, sure, and, and you know, so is so is a uh, McCaffrey. But I'm saying that they get a lot of players there that aren't Harvard level intellectuals <laughs> or Stanford level intellectuals, for that matter. Uh, because they get scholarships. Why am I getting feedback, Dan? I don't know. I'm getting feedback. Feedback from what? I think from your, from your computer. Is the sound on? No. All right. I don't know how we got on that rant. I apologize. Oh, sorry. I apologize for getting on that rant. <laughs> Let's uh, let's backtrack off of this uh, this rant I went on. <laughs> okay, so uh, we are to the last uh, twenty minutes of our show, and as always, we want to talk about something not sports related. What should our be our topic today, Dan Murphy? Um, I don't know. What are you thinking? That's a bad answer. I know it's a bad answer. It makes us look I mean, ill prepared. You took us on our last tangent, so I figured you might be have a have an agenda. No, no, I uh, I didn't want to go there. I don't know why I went there. I I just I think it's sad. I love football so much. I, I, it sucks that this is happening, but it is what it is. <coughs> yeah, I, I hate that the uh, game is jeopardized as well. But um, you know, you don't want to jeopardize people's health. You know. It's, it's, is there it's a way a weird, to fix it? It's a weird gray area. It really is a weird gray area. 
Do you think there's a way um, to fix it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So let's let's the talk about the brain is uh, such a complex and complicated organ that you don't <laughs> fuck know, you, Murphy. <laughs> that you don't know what certain impact traumas can and will do. Not to mention the fact that we're all technically built slightly different. So let's, you don't know how one person's brain let's is put a hashtag out there by drop by, by traumas over and over again. Let's, let's put our first ha- hashtag in the air. Fuck the Murphy. <laughs> if I see that trending, I, I will, I will give everybody who trends that free t-shirts. I don't care if it costs me $10,000. <laughs> Probably cost you more than that to get that trending. Yeah, true. Considering we only have sixty-two people that listen to our last show. <laughs> and big shout out to those sixty-two people that actually bared with us for that two hours. And thank you very much for your time. We appreciate that. Who knows and if there's anything we can it. do to make it better? Please let us know. We're all about catering oh, to our audience. All about catering to our audience. Definitely. Definitely. So I don't know. I, you know what? We we briefly touched on it last episode, and it was the new Spider-Man movie, and you didn't like no. it. No, I didn't like it. I, I want to go into why. No, we let's didn't not like talk it. about that anymore. I do want to talk about it. Just it was briefly. Horrible. Let's talk about it the was, Lion it King. It wasn't good. I don't talk I, about the Lion I have, King. I have no. De- I have no desire to see any of these Disney live action <sighs> movies. None King, whatsoever. Bro. None. Lion King. None whatsoever. You know what we should talk? We should talk about hot girls. Who's your who? Who is your favorite celebrity girl, female? I mean, it's really Jessica Biel, dude. For like last. Uh, I'm, I'm an Alba. Like, I'm an Alba. I'm the other Jessica. Yeah, I'm an Alba girl. I don't know what it is about Jessica Biel, man. She just. I think she's just too manly. She's she's a little too manly for me. I like the softer Alba look. Which, hey man, Into the Blue, great movie, great movie. Rest <laughs> in peace, rest in peace, Paul Walker, man. Sure. Too young. But at least we didn't have to watch him in like Fast and the Furious Forty Two. You know? <laughs> True. It's like I thought they made a lot of Friday the Thirteenth. Let's talk man, about that. Let's like, talk uh, about how Vin Diesel lost his own fucking franchise. <laughs> no ass. What a moron. People don't really don't like Vin Diesel. I don't think. But, but I love Pitchback. Like Pitchback series was awesome. That, that, the, the Chronicles oh, of Riddick series, yes, very they were good. Awesome. But how about how about you want to mention the fact that this isn't the first time Vin Diesel lost a series? What was the other one? Triple X. Oh my god! But that went to that went that went to shit after him anyway. So not that it wasn't thought, shit to start I thought, with. I thought Ice Cube did better. Oh than my did. god! Was he the last one too? I thought there was somebody was else after him too. No? no, they brought they brought they brought him back. The return of Xander Cage for the oh film. my god, it was, uh, it was every bit of awful that you thought it would be. Yeah, I don't know how you managed to goat fuck that movie, but they did it in the ass. Yeah, what about Star Wars and what they've managed to destroy with that franchise? How are you feeling there? I like the Han Solo movie. It was alright. Did you like the Han Solo movie? It was watchable. But you, so you didn't like the the other the other new ones then, at all. I'd rather take a grapefruit spoon to my eye sockets. Really? Yes. Wow. I think they're definitely serviceable movies. I don't know oh, that they'd be on no, the same. No, 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 no. Those are just like the most... Uh, that, that thing needed to get it aborted when they picked up the camera, dude. That shit was so fucking disgusting. <laughs> it was just... It was just it was, I mean, where do you want me to start, dude? Like, but, but you're talking Han, about you kill Han Solo. You kill Han Solo. Like, fuck you for killing Han Solo. You're fuck talking, all of you. You're talking about. I don't about, give a shit. 
Dan. Why, why, why you gotta kill him? Put him out to pasture. Do something. Don. You don't gotta fucking kill him. Dan, you're talking about strikes. I bet you're gonna see the next Star Wars fuck movie. No. Yes, you will. Nope. I've yes, you will. Already made my mind up. Already made my mind up. I am not going. Uh huh. I am not going. I, I bet. I bet they up. don't feel that one at the box office. They're not gonna feel Dan Murphy not going to see their movie. Whether they feel me or not, I know I am not. <laughs> I know I am not the only nerd that had his childhood destroyed by this SJW. No, it got great S- reviews from Star from, Wars from from uh, Star Wars fans. What did the last movie? What last one? I don't know. One the of the last... returns to fucking something or other. The Last Jedi. Yeah, that movie. Literally, everybody hates it. No. Everybody. Yes. Everybody hates it. Everyone hates it. It is the most hated Star Wars movie of all time. I hate that movie. After I walked out of it, after I was done throwing up in my mouth, I really my first inclination was to was to put bleach in my eyes. Uh, Seven point one out of ten on uh, IMDb, and the ninety one percent on rating. Rotten Tomatoes. So That's I don't know how they managed six. to buy. Okay, so not everyone fucking hated it, Dan Murphy. It well, seven point one, seven point one on IMDb is based off four hundred and sixty-seven thousand reviews. Rain Johnson should be fucking drawn and quartered in fucking TM Square, Square for this fucking Damn fucking portion of a fucking movie. Four hundred sixty-seven thousand people. Four hundred sixty-seven thousand people felt that it was seven point one out of ten stars on IMDb, which is not a bad rating on IMDb. They're pretty harsh. Yeah, so, what happened to Rotten Tomatoes being realistic? I, I don't. I don't. I, I like the reviews of actual human beings. What happened? Then Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going. Literally, I'm going on IMDb right now to rate Star Wars. Right now, can I give it a zero star? Can I, like I give it, it a fractal star? Maybe I'm not as much of a Star Wars fan as you are, but I liked it. I thought it, it was, was a good horrible, movie. horrible, horrible. I'm more horrible. of a Trekkie myself. Yeah, I don't go there. So I, I think that my nerd level the, the, might be listen, higher than your nerd level. You, you destroy. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you destroy continuity. You just create things to make them created. You you do things that have never been done in the universe just to say, hey, we're going to do this to further the story or the plot point. You literally have fucking Princess Leia who has no fucking force training, no fucking force powers, no fucking nothing, is not in tune with the force, did not pursue that as her fucking career, lifelong pile of fucking titian, Rebel Alliance fucking leader, gets blown out into space in one of the most egregious scenes I've ever seen in all cinematic fucking history in which you kill the immortal <laughs> legend... Admiral fucking Akbar off fucking camera. Damn Murphy. Oh my god. Damn Murphy. And then Princess Calm down, Leia, Murphy. Princess Leia magically floats back into Damn Murphy. To the we're, we're not Fox News, bro. You don't live. need to be yelling, bro. Calm down. I'm sorry, man. Like this, 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 this no. No. None of it. No. None. I'm not accepting any of it. None. No. Thank you. No. Not a, not no. Destroy all of them, recreate all the shit we talked about today. This is what he yells about. We didn't yell about the cowboys or the giants. He wants to yell about the last Star Wars movie. Like, you can see how you gonna kill the legendary Admiral (laughs) Akbar in a nonsensical scene. Oh my god. The shields are up. Who the is, shields are okay, up. So, are you so, kidding me? It's Admiral Akbar, so, bro. Come so we on. did our favorite actress. Like that, I, I think that that was our favorite actress that we'd like to sleep with. Correct. How about your favorite actress as far as like acting and like glad you like managed it to in. put that pervism on tape. Sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ne- next voting on on the, on the email is uh, Alba or Beal. Who you guys like more? 
think okay. you'll win that in a landslide, honestly. Really? Yeah. Definitely. I don't People love Beale. I don't know. Okay, so now uh, favorite actress, like, to, like, acting, like, in a movie that you'd want to see in a movie the most. My favorite actress that I would love to see. Or that you like to see it. Uh, my favorite, my favorite thespian would be uh, Daniel Day Lewis. So Daniel Day Lewis acting as a woman would be my favorite female. <laughs> that wasn't my question, but okay, we know your guy. Who's your girl now? Daniel Day Lewis as Stop, a woman Dan. is still my favorite. Can you actress. just fucking answer the question? You always gotta be so difficult, bro. <laughs> That's my answer. Well, your answer sucks. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for girl. I really like Kate Winslet when she's in serious roles. I, I love her in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Really yeah, Titanic's like a fucking legend. That's yeah, um, and then for guys, I would say Leo is number one. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I love all the movies he's made. He doesn't make a bad movie. He makes no entertaining movies. I'm actually really excited. Starting from fucking uh, Gi- uh, eating Gilmore Grape, uh, the Basketball Diaries. Come on, like he killed it from there on. He never. He really did, but that wasn't sense. his first movie. His first movie was uh, Critters Three. Shout out to Leo for Critters real. Three. Yep. Fun fact: Critters Three. That is Leonardo a good fact. DiCaprio's man. first movie. You learn something new every day. Yes, you do. Critters Three, great movie. Relive the Critters franchise. Bring that shit back. Little inner grind. No, yeah, that would that be eight people. Bring that would be a cool. Who, who doesn't want to watch that shit? Right? I would want to watch. That. I would definitely watch that shit. Halloween time. Bring it. Not enough stuff goes on at Halloween time. They just they don't cater to that audience enough at all. I'm really excited for the new Quentin Tarantino feature that's coming out though, starring your boy Leo. Once upon a time in Hollywood and Brad Pitt, and it seems to have to do with the Sharon Tate murder, so you know it's going to be fucked up. But but the crazy the crazy part, Dan Murphy, is that's not his first acting. Though. His first acting, he was on Lassie. <laughs> he was on Outsiders. Well, it's his first, it's his first movie. movie. Yeah, his first movie, first Critters movie. Three, in 1991, yeah. and then Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deep cut there. Deep cut. Huh. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's first. And movie and, and, was. and and this boy's life was before eating Gilbert Grape as well. Mm. And and Brad Pitt's first movie was I don't know, but he would be he would be up there on my list as well. I think I'd go H- Hanks first though. I like Tom Hanks. Oh no, I I'll put Brad Pitt above him. Mine is Daniel Day Lewis, uh, then Leo, uh, then then Brad right there. So you know, one of my favorite movies is, of all time has to be Catch Me If You Can because that was oh, DiCaprio and yeah. and super, Hanks. Super cute movie. Uh, Brad Pitt's first movie though is uh, True Romance. True Great romance. Scene. Great scene. Shout out to Brad Pitt smoking pot out of the Honey Bear Bong. What's your favorite? What's your What's your favorite Brad Pitt role? I, I would say probably uh, Interview with a Vampire. Seven. Seven. Yeah, that's a great one too. What's what? in the box? I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Oh. Killed the game. Oh, how do you not kill him? I would have killed, killed the game. Killed him. Killed yeah, Brad. Brad's a, he's but the, those two. So, so speaking of that, are you excited about the seventh version of Quentin Tarantino film, which is starring Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio and Mr. Brad Pitt? What yes. do you think? Once upon Once a time, upon in a time in yeah, that's what I've been referencing. I'm very excited about. It's going to be amazing. I'm very. I am a huge. I am is a that coming out hard. this summer or is that waiting till later? Bro, that comes out tonight. No, it doesn't. It comes out tonight. So then we we next time we come on air we might have our favorite movie of the summer to talk about. Very 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 true. I loved Hateful Eight. I must have watched Hateful Eight for a three hour movie. I've literally watched Hateful Eight maybe a hundred times. Like it is. No, it's dope. 
it is just so but isn't it crazy insane. that this is only the seventh mm-hmm. version of a, of a <laughs> Quentin Tarantino movie it well, just you, feels like he's you, made a lot but, more because they've been all been so to, impactful you know right but you also got two that weren't his that were his movies sure. right in True yeah. Romance which he wrote the script for Oliver sure. Stone directed sure. and then you also had or I'm, I don't think Stone directed that I think that was uh, somebody else that was um, oh god what's his name anyway and then you had Natural Born Killers which Quentin also wrote you could totally tell it's a Quentin movie. Who, who did do directed, Natural Born Killers? That was directed by Oliver Stone. Oh, okay. So that's why that got the critical acclaim that it got. But that was all Tarantino. You look at the dialogue in that, the scenes, the scripting, the action. Oh, everything. shout out Woody Harrelson, bro. Shout out Woody Harrelson. And here's a fun fact for you. Actually, in the end of NBK... We might have to do a, a separate podcast that only discusses movies because I think we're both a little bit movie junkies. We're both a little TV junkies. Well, that's the point of the end of this. We can we'll mix it all in. But here, here's the thing: at the end of NBK, the original. Oh, I'm sorry, not NBK. In the end of True Romance, in the original script, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, not Kiefer Sutherland, Christian Slater <laughs> died. Christian Slater died. His Alabama Worley died at the end. Or no, Alabama Worley was his wife. Terrence Clarence Clarence Worley died at the end of true romance in Quentin Tarantino's script. And it fit in his script better, but when they did the movie and they did the, 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 the director decided to, to keep him alive at the end of the movie because it made for a better story. True romance, the romance lives on. That is an amazing movie, and you have an amazing performance with James Gandolfini, Gandolfini where he is torture-beating the living shit out of Patricia Arquette. If you've never seen this movie, you are seriously missing out. And and the scene between Christopher Walken and and, uh, and and Dennis Hopper is just one of the all-time, all-time tete-a-tetes in a movie. And Walken just goes full uh, Walken. Shout out Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, just an absolute immortal legend there. Not to mention True Romance probably has the greatest cast ever assembled in a movie. Ever? I mean, you have Samuel L. Jackson. You have Brad Pitt. You have... Bronson Pinchot, for Christ's sake, in there. You have Chris Penn. You have Tom Sizemore. You oh. have Christopher Walken, Dennis Hopper, Brad Pitt making his, his, his film debut. Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette. I mean, it, sure. it, I mean, it, can we talk sh- about? Can we talk about how? Because it's untrue. And Gary Oldman, and it too. remind me of True Detective. Can we talk about how shitty the last True Detective was? It was better than the. It was better than the second one, but man, they're just clutching at straws trying to the get first back one to that was first so, one. That first one was so fucking good. Oh, it was amazing, man. Ugh. The Carcosa. I mean, they just made like this. I, whew, the questions that that left unanswered as well. Just so fucking creepy, and you know there's shit out there. I mean, you look at uh, what's the dude that just got uh, arrested? Jeffrey Epstein just got arrested. So you know this shit's going on out there, man. It, it's ugh, it's fucked up, man. It's a fucked up world we live in, man. True. When when you look into the dark, the dark's looking back. Gremlins two, the new batch. <laughs> oh my god! All time, all, Gremlins all time classic. The original Joe Dante directed masterpiece was just amazing. Phoebe Cates, little slimy glim, Gremlins running around. So I mean, so so let's it. let's talk about the elephant in the room. Where 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 does Marvel go from here? I know the Spider Man, blah blah blah. He's and this is why I wanted to have the conversation about Spider-Man because I think Marvel is in a lot of trouble right now. And 
Th- that means like, that DC should come in and swoop up some of the fucking glory. I think. Oh, it, DC, it's DC's time, man. I they thought need she, to. Right? I thought Shazam was absolutely brilliant for what it was. It was, it was great. It, it, it was the it was light a good side of DC. Movie. It was a good. We've kids been movie. so dark in DC for so long. It's a great. Oh, I forgot what's his name is DC. playing Batman. Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, boy. I don't know. That's gonna be interesting. Ugh. Gross. We'll see. I mean, we all hate it. We we said the same thing about Heath Ledger's Joker, and now like we don't. No, I didn't say that about Heath Ledger's. I, 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 I right before Batman came out, I watched I was like, a movie called. You Candy. mean a dude? You mean a dude in a nice tale? No, you won't be the Joker. Excuse me, I watched oh, a man. movie called Candy, where where uh, Heath Ledger plays little note for people. This is a little tidbit of information from a recovered drug addict. Uh, Heath Ledger played a heroin addict in the movie Candy. In, in which he actually decided he was going to inject himself with heroin for the entire shooting of the movie. And then when he when he got the role as Batman, the Joker in Batman, he he uh, got off of the heroin. And to get off of the heroin, he started taking uh, benzodiazepines in the form of Xanax and what became one of the darker roles to ever be on film and went into a deep spiraling hole and this thus is the reason that he killed himself so it was a combination of a very very dark role and withdrawing off heroin so a little tidbit of information for everybody method acting and benzodiazepines <laughs> do not act do, do not mix not go there well, we only have like one method actor left and that's Daniel Day-Lewis. So. I just don't like the concept of somebody that's fucking British trying to have an American accent. Like I've always hated it. I think that the, the house was the only fucking good person to do it. Greatest, greatest actor of our time. Uh, I just feel like uh, nobody else does it well and you can my, just my tell dude, that they're fi- trying my, to fuck with their lips to like make them American look. My, my, dude, my dude did a movie about a guy that painted with his left foot and people watched. Hugh Laurie? Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis, sorry. Greatest actor of our time. So you're talking about somebody that... I would I actually I really wanted to see Daniel. I thought I felt that Daniel Day-Lewis was the only person that could reprise the role of the Joker, personally. That's who I wanted to see as the Joker. I mean, I, we're going to see what... Uh, what uh, What's his name? Joaquin Phoenix does. With what? The Joker. Oh, he, is he playing the Joker? Yeah. Oh, he Todd might Phillips. do a good fucking job. Todd Phillips, dude, the trailer's out, man. Go check it out. It's coming out. It's coming soon. Joaquin, when he did Johnny Cash, bro, like that was good fucking acting. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, we'll see. It's going to be set in the 80s and it's supposed to be dark. That's so. one of my favorite biopics. It was, it was him playing Johnny Cash. So, Man in Black, dude. Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash, absolute legend. It was it was very dark and he does dark very well. So the Joker is very dark. So very dark. Is is uh, is, dark. is Harley Quinn going to be Phillips in it? Uh, no, no, it's like just just uh, just Joker man. Like the eighties. So Harley probably is not even around. Are they going to make a second Suicide Squad? Yes, James Gunn is directing the second Suicide Squad, so it might not be terrible. I like the first one. You I loved, like the first. Oh, okay. I loved the first twenty minutes of the first one, but after <laughs> that, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, wow. Oh shit. Okay, we are about to wrap up the show. Dan Murphy, do the outro. We will need to give the email again. <clears throat> Once again, we have our surveys for everyone to you know clock in, weigh in, comments, concerns, questions, anything that you want to send us, anything that might be on your mind, even if you just that you want us to talk about in the show. Laugh at us or give us the finger. Either or, we'll accept all of those. The email again is m u f f a n d b e a r at gmail dot com. 
please. And uh, we are not a porno. I'm sorry for anyone that downloads yes. this thinking that we're a porno. You probably apologize. wouldn't have listened all the way to this point in the recording, but <laughs> we're not we're not a pornographic uh, podcast. Thank you. Sorry, but you might like us. Maybe you like us anyway. <laughs> sorry, stick around. We apologize. <laughs> Uh, also, we want to talk about uh, the fantasy draft that we're trying to put on. So the first first eight people, Dan, or, do, or should we should we ask for a little bio on on their fantasy football background? I think that we tease them with it this show, and then we'll come up with the parameters for next show, and we'll have people, you know, just start applying, guys. Just write us, start applying. Right. I guess, but be it's on me, the sh- so you know they're going to have to jump through a hoop or two. We're we're going to live chat it. For everyone to see, and and people that are in the in the thing will have a direct line to us to, to give us their picks and whatnot. Absolutely. And we will be explaining how stupid they are with every decision they make, and how smart we are by every decision that we make. Uh, while don't drafting. worry, I probably won't be. We're trying to get you on the show, lady. Try to try to reach out to us somehow. Lady, we love you. We're trying to be steal- <laughs> show stealers over here. So, Lady Jacksonville Jaguars fan, if you're out there, we'd love to have you on the show. Please be drunk when you come on, please. Pretty please. please. Get, get please. Unless that's not a thing you do anymore, in which True. case we will also respect that. Anyway, everybody have a great day, and it's uh, wonderful being here with you. And uh, AJ, I will talk to you later, my friend. All right, brother. Oh.